Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, everybody. Boss Man here. It's a Bit is sponsored by the Better Edge app. Better Edge is a legal online sports betting marketplace that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans, place no commission positions in an online marketplace, compete in head to head challenges with better such as myself. I'm cold now, apparently. I don't know what happened. You're cold. Yeah, after the oh. I haven't won any bets after the Super Bowl. They meant physically. But no, I I am uh well it is it is February, Minnesota, so yes. of course we always are. But uh I'm I've been bad as well. Okay. I, I, I was fired so in the Super Bowl. send us head-to-head it. challenges. You can do that on Better Edge. It's legal, yeah. and you can send head-to-head challenges. If you think that uh, you know something we don't, fucking send it our way. Uh, you can compete in public or private betting competitions, one specifically that we'll get into here in the intro of the show. Uh, and finally, buy or sell current positions such as spread over under money line at current market prices. So when you sign up at betteredge.com, use promo code 10K, that's 10K, to get a free 10 bucks when you sign up and verify your ID. Once again, that's betteredge.com for legal online sports betting. Promo code 10K to get a free 10 bucks. We'll see you on there. On this episode of It's a Bit, Sammy Adams, singer, rapper, platinum recording artist, over 1.1 million monthly listeners on Spotify alone. Guy's a legend. Uh, we had an awesome interview with him. Seriously, good friend of the brand coming out of this. Some some really good ideas in the works to collaborate with Sammy. It was, it was seriously like one of my favorite interviews. Definitely a top five show. Uh, we also give our bits of the week and end the show with canceled. We're going to cancel some shit because we can. All that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bits podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. All right, everybody. Welcome back to It's a Bit presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Boss Man, joined by journalist Jake, producer Cam. Producer Cam has a mullet. We've all pointed that out. Um, <laughs> He's a big NASCAR dude, guy. I love how there's the the high school kid out there that's just making like custom artwork for us, and every time <laughs> he makes one of like us, we just tweet a photo of it and say, "Is this an NFT?" But is it an NFT? No I one can, could can be. neither confirm or deny that they are NFTs. Probably my favorite bit right now. Yeah, you just tweet out a picture of this kid that does artwork of us, and you just say, "Is this an NFT?" It's the NFT. He already bit. made one of Jake. We'll get into it. Eating hot dogs. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. That that NFT that NFT better be worth millions. Like I, I remember, might, I might be able to retire. I screenshotted that one from the Instagram DM and tweeted it, and the kid responded on Twitter, goes, "Damn, y'all fast." <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, we're, he's like, damn, y'all fast. Didn't even post it on Twitter yet because yeah. it's screenshotted on Instagram. Like, that shit is I guess, dude, I guess we've gotten to that point now where we have enough fans to where we got people, like, just sending artwork of ourselves. It's pretty incredible. Also, yeah. uh, since the last episode of It's a Bit, the uh, Bill Guerin sign in the studio. Fuck that. This is about fucking winning. Bill did sign that and autograph it and take a picture of it uh, at the time. So... Really happy. The studio has come together. We got the 10K Takes jersey finally mounted after four months. Billy G is in here. We got some more stuff customized from Felino, Fiala, Spurgeon. I know 
little late early news for those who listen. Um, we're going to do the Spurgeon quote of uh, it's about having fun mm-hmm. and working hard. And then when Bill Guerin said, fuck that, we're getting Spurgeon to sign his quote that set up that whole bit. So, yeah, it's like, going to be a whole storyboard, you know, just... Just you know, showing the events of that Dude, situation. Marlo sent sent me the mock up he had of it of Spurgeon oh, saying gosh. it. I I laughed so hard I like spit out my water earlier because it was so funny. Uh, no, so, it's gonna be gold. Yeah, but anyways, uh, this is it's a bit presented by Ten Thousand Takes. Just a few quick announcements. This Thursday, journalist Jake and I and Marlo are doing the nine nine three challenge during the Minnesota Wild game. Uh, we've have successfully done the nine 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 challenge. That's nine hot dogs, nine beers, and nine innings at an Andover Aces Town Ball game last summer. We decided we're going to bring it to hockey. We're going to do nine beers, nine hot dogs, and three periods on a uh, weeknight. And we all work full time jobs, so that should go really well. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, yeah, Friday has has not been taken off yet, so that's going to be a very interesting Friday. Heading into the weekend, but we're we're athletes. We've done yep. this before. We're, we're trained. We know what we're doing. Uh, we're we're prepared, just like any other event and moment in life. How are you guys cooking the hot dogs? Uh, probably through the microwave oh. or boil them. Yeah, whatever. Why? Do you have a preferred method? No, I just, yeah. Why do you ask? I don't know. I I feel like that might make it worse. It's just gross. what a microwave. microwave? Like, will they slide down the gullet? The goalie yeah, faster? Do you yeah. want? I'm a kind of a psycho. Sometimes, like when I'm really busy at work and I don't have time to like prepare a snack, I'll just eat raw hot dogs out of the fridge. Uh, hey, if they're yeah. if they're if they're safe to eat, fuck it. It's That's good. when you admit you're a human trash can. Is when you uh, finally eat the first ever raw meat missile. I could do it if it was like like the skin on ones, um, but like or like, but if you're just ripping like a fun dog raw. I mean, do I? I, lo- okay. I love when you when you're like eating a hot dog and like there's always that person who's like, do you know what they do when they make those? And I'm <laughs> I'm sitting there chomping. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is damn good too. Fucking, I'm raw dogging these it. things. Bang! I don't care. It's like yeah. the same. Where it's like someone will try to shame you for eating meat. Be like, what does this cow look like to you? I'm like, dinner. It yeah, looks I mean, it's, uh, juicy, meaty. It's the way the food chain works. Yeah. Sweet. But meat. we support if you're vegan or whatever else. We support it. You know, we support. That's all just not me. Here. That's just not me. It's not me. Doesn't mean it's not you. Exactly. But yeah. Anyways, this Thursday at 6 p.m. during the Wild game, uh, they take on the Leafs. Um, we will be uh, doing the 993 challenge, streaming everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube, uh, fucking TikTok even, the the 993 challenge. Do you think we're going to do it or not? Also, why I mentioned it in the Better Edge ad, Better Edge is actually going to run a competition. So you can enter with, I think, $10, and you pick a series of odds, like does Jack finish, does Cam finish, does Jake finish, does anyone throw up, does this happen, does that happen? Whoever guesses the most right, I think, wins the pot. So look out on our socials, 10K Takes, for more info on that. But, yes, you will be able to gamble on this, just like you were able to with uh, all the Bubba challenges, except when I was doing that, it was kind of illegal. Allegedly illegal. Allegedly. (laughs) Yeah, the 10K legal department, which is also me, uh, denies all allegations. Yes. The PR team has put out uh, very good statements on that. We have it it covered for now. Yeah. So, yeah, tune into that this Thursday. Also, the Polar Plunge is a week from Friday. The corporate jump in Minneapolis, uh, you know, they're going to have a happy hour there. And uh, just go to the Polar Plunge website, search 10,000 takes or 10K takes, our team name. Donate some money, you know. We uh, we like to do a jump for a good cause. We believe that everyone gets, you know, should have a shot at competing in athletics. And uh, we haven't picked out our costumes yet. We're going to do something ridiculous. We're going to jump in a frozen body of water in the middle of March. And I don't know, boys, we, you guys both were part of the crew that did it last year along yeah. with myself. Uh you know, what are you looking forward to this year? What are you going to do differently? Uh, bring a pair of shoes, like an extra pair of shoes, because last time I only brought the pair of shoes that I jumped in, and I just had oh, freezing on, cold Cam. feet the rest of the day. I was awful. 
So, yeah. How do you not think that through? That was the first time I've ever jumped in a frozen lake to my yeah, defense, I know. So. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I I think next year, like, I think uh, I just remember like I thought I had brought I brought a towel and everything, but everything still got super wet. I did not feel like I got dried. I didn't. I did not feel like I got dro- dried off. Like I felt didn't. wet and shit, still and cold. And I'm gonna try to do something different where I can just be able to dry off and warm up afterwards. But now I'm a little more prepared because when I jumped in that damn lake last year, I thought I was going to die for a oh second. Oh, my God. But now I'm going to be like, okay, just take some deep breaths, anticipate that it's going to be fucking cold, but it still won't matter. But I'm just glad this year it's going to be even better because there's going to be like a bar and happy hour at the place yeah. we're going to be at. So like, it's Well, gonna it makes more better. sense this year because last year we just jumped and then went and got hammered immediately after, mm-hmm. whereas this year we can get a little lubed up before we go in. Exactly. So it'll make it feel a little better, and it'll go with our whatever costumes we have if we're a little drunk. You know, I, it's whatever. I think you just have to have a fireball shot before and a fireball shot after. You're fine. Dude, someone brought up Saturday in the Uber on the way to Minneapolis what we should dress up as, and it was genius, and I fucking forgot. Was that one of you two who brought that up? Um, uh, I, we were in a... Someone, someone, someone had a really. Oh, it was, was you. You, you. You just, you just said, let's just wear like Hawaiian stuff, and I'm like, like swimsuits I, and shit. Yeah, and like, yeah, I was thinking of like just wearing like my like a swimsuit and then or swim trunks or whatever, and then just wearing like a stupid like Hawaiian maybe. Well, or... the Hawaiian or like I was thinking like I have this stupid like uh, what is it like the little vest you put over suits um, oh. or like uh, over dress shirts, like just wear that and over my bare skin like i'm wearing a swimsuit and then i'm wearing this thing that should be over like a suit and tie yeah and then wear like you know wear sunglasses or or, or wear an hawaiian shirt but like wear something like you're you're in summer vibes it's gonna be it's just gonna be too hard to find the same costume mm-hmm. this close to the thing yeah. we'd have to order them all from amazon and then someone's gonna be stingy and not order it but then it's gonna be like well you can't show up and like dress something different <laughs> yeah so like last year going to party city and shit was kind of a bitch. Last year was kind of fun, though, that we were just all something different. Like, That's true. I, I That's true. It. I mean, yeah, this year I mean, we're changing it up. We're, we're going to be a little more dressed up for the occasion. We're going to be basically like the St. Louis Blues did for the Winter Classic. That was genius. We're going to yep. apply the same concept yes. to uh, – to the polar plunge. So yeah, look out for that, folks. Like I said, next Friday at the corporate jump, I think that's where, you know, notable companies such as US Bank, uh, 3M, and then yeah, 10K reputable. Me- 10K Media will also yeah. be jumping. Like there. these companies that you know have reputable <laughs> business have reputations, millions of customers, and, and make billions of dollars. And then you just have us. And you just have us. It's still in credit card debt from the two year anniversary party mm-hmm. where we bought a hundred shots. Yes. But uh, yeah, once again, 10,000 10, takes. Just search it on the website for the Polar Plunge. Donate whatever you can. You know, we're going to raise some money for a good cause. All right, let's get into the bit of the week, kind of our signature or funny joke. I know Cam's already <laughs> shaking his head. So I'm going to let you announce uh, your bit first, Cam. <sighs> All right. Uh, over the weekend, I got the strip club bit. There's no easy way of saying this. It's fucking mm-hmm. horrible. Consider uh, myself a man of faith. <laughs> Like, during the day today, I was like, am I really going to share this? I'm like, fuck it. Like, we've all done stupid shit. I don't really care. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we were partying over the weekend. Um, and after we closed the bar down, we see this sign for a strip club. And we all look at each other like, fuck yeah. So we go there. Um, it was one of our buddies' first time ever at the strip club. So that was a blast. Just it's, showing, you always, showing him the ropes. You always need, like, the minimal reason to go to the strip club. It's like, yeah. oh, you've never been there? Looks Let's like go. we're all going there till 6 a.m. now. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, we, we were, have to. We were so close to not going, and all of a sudden, we, he's never been. All right, let's go. It's kind of like having an excuse to get drunk. It's like, oh, it's your half birthday next week. Like, let's get wasted today. Yeah, right. So yeah. Anyway, we're we're at the strip club. I get off a of Sniffers Row, and I'm just sitting that like by the stage, and I'm just like 
chilling like not really trying to spend a stupid amount of money and randomly two strippers just come and like jump on top of me i'm like okay this was random as hell and they asked me like all right do you want to go upstairs like or they were like saying some shit you know what they do like they swindle you into some bullshit. yeah they're like all right only a hundred per hundred dollars a girl i'm like fuck it why not i was two of you the math two hundred dollars mind you i was blackout at this time so like my thought process is like dude i'm getting two chicks at once like Hell yeah, score. Mm-hmm. Anyway, score. <laughs> I go upstairs, like to the second floor. Just like was whatever. It was like a three song dance, two hundred dollars. Yeah, shoot me in the face. I know. Um, it gets worse. So afterwards, they're like, "Yeah, we can, we can go up to the VIP room. We'll bring a bunch of alcohol Level up, up there. And we'll, we'll do. A, I don't know. They were just being Jake. ridiculous. Level. You've leveled up. Yeah. Leveled up. And then, I, and then level three. And then I asked like the golden question, like, "Oh, how much?" They're like, "Oh, only three hundred dollars." And then pause. A girl, Ooh. and I was like, like, like I said, just fucking blackout. Um, Fuck just, it. I'm just sitting there. Do like, they have an ATM up there too? Oh, this is the just wait. So I was Uh-oh. like, I was just like, dude, really? Am I really about to do this right now? And I fucking did it like an idiot. So I'm like, yeah, whatever, let's go. <laughs> we go up there. I see this like creepy ass dude sitting at the desk, and she's like, oh, they can take your debit card. We have a card machine up here. I'm like, all right, fine. I hand the dude my card. He puts it in the machine. He's like, yeah, that'll be six ninety after the service. I'm like, a $90 service fee. Excuse me? I love how you have to pay to <laughs> get service. But, What's but, uh, the service? What's the service? It's a machine yeah. that gives me money. But at that point, I'm just like, oh, fuck. I'm in deep. So anyways, do the dance. And it's like the same fucking thing that I just paid for, just like 10 minutes longer. So I got fucked. It was awful. They ruined me. Um and I instantly wanted to swallow a gun. Like, as I was wa- going down the elevator, I'm like, dude, it sobers you up. So, like, needless to say, I literally spent my whole tax return at the titty oh. bar. You're, you're like, I wanna, I'm, I'm going to go off. It's myself. so fitting, Cam, that you have a mullet. Because <laughs> you, you, you could be like, and for my next magic trick, watch me twer- turn these 20 Budweiser's into spending $900 oh at the strip club. That's pretty much what And then I you mean. woke up the next day, and what would you do? Uh Watch the Daytona 500. After, yeah. after, all, after, all, after all the regret, Cam. after all the regret and self hatred, you turned on NASCAR. You can't have a mullet. You pulled the mullet trifecta. Yeah, you can't have a mullet and not spend eight hundred dollars no. in a strip club, and then wake up, get blackout, spend eight hundred dollars at a strip club, and then wake up and watch Daytona. One of those things cannot. I feel like not do one of those I feel things. like they wouldn't have let you leave if you hadn't spent nine hundred. Like you have a Good. mullet, like you're not legally allowed to leave the premises until you've taken eight hundred dollars out of that ATM. Yeah. Yeah. And then the the thing was is like obviously all the girls talk to each other. So like I know you guys witnessed it. Like we I went and sat down with you guys afterwards and I was just like kind of just chilling. And like I think I had like eight girls come up to me within a fifteen minute period, like, Do you want to dance? Do you want to dance? Like, like, oh, so they fucking like, told you. They're huh? like, yeah, they're yep. like, let's see how much money we can squeeze yeah. out of the mullet guy. Like, hey, yeah. mullet man? They probably put a message in the group chat. Guy with the mullet yeah. and the fucking guy with mullet. See, like guy mullet, with mullet, aka redneck Jeff Bezos over there. Yeah, yeah he's dropping bags. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> that guy's gonna give you a lot of money. Mullet man. Oh, that's a good I bit though. Us. Everyone's yeah, everyone's been there once, Cam. You you learned the lesson. Oh yeah, I, I, it's okay. I Cam. think I know someone who's been there before. Oh yeah. oh, is he Even in this? Myself. I think he might be in <laughs> this room. He's in this room. <laughs> over yeah, two years ago. All right. <laughs> All right, Jake. What do you got for your? Uh, so I have the MOA bar bit. People don't understand that there is a strong bar scene at the Mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota. Obviously, the biggest mall, and maybe in the country, maybe in, the country. in, in America, based maybe, on the title. Maybe in America, based on the title, it is officially the biggest one in America because of the title. But anyway, strong bar scene there. Maybe not as strong as it was in the '90s. I've heard stories, but anyway. It's so underrated. You got like probably at least 10 bars in there. You have a Cowboy Jacks. You have a place called Cadillac Ranch. And I know in the past has done three for ones. I don't know if they do it anymore. <laughs> don't quote me on that. 
You got yeah, those. Wait, there's a complimentary ambulance ride home <laughs> yeah. on your way out? Yep, yep. It's all complimentary. Yeah. I mean, they're just trying to get people to the mall to drink. You know, you got these other bars, and you have like a cantina place, a Hooters, a Dave and Buster's, you got a Buffalo Wild Wings. Margaritaville. You got Margar- Margaritaville. You got all these there's bars. There's a Cowboy Jacks there. Yeah, the Cowboy Jacks. And Hooters. There's- there's that I, me- I mentioned the Hooters cam, that, but that can be mentioned twice. <laughs> True, um, there's one Hooter for each mention. One one Hooter <laughs> for each uh, mention. But anyway, like it's so underrated. Like this is a great bar scene at Mall of America, and you know why not go there to do a bar crawl? And I think that we are going to have like more of an official announcement for an unofficial bar crawl at the Mall of America this Saturday for whatever time. Probably evening early evening late afternoon but we are probably going to do a mall of america bar crawl this saturday at the mall of america dude this is like this is the essence of capitalism it makes sense why you put a bar in the biggest mall of america because what are you going to do after you have 10 cocktails at cowboy jacks the moa what are you going to do go to the next bar or a shop. You're gonna go shopping or, and spend a exactly. bunch of money. It kind of makes sense. We're gonna go blow a bunch of money at the arcade. Dude, oh yeah, <laughs> or, you do that. Oh, Jake, shit. let's go to the arcade. Go on some rides. Oh and yeah, throw up, throw up. Yeah, dude. But what happened, <laughs> dude? If whoever, I was just thinking about this. Whoever we like comes to that, whether it's people part of our group or just fans or whatever. There's going to be those couple of those guys. Dude, let's go on some rides. Yeah. They're just fucking oh. hammered. They buy a they pay for a hundred dollar limited pass and go on the first ride and just yak all over the place <laughs> and they get banned from the Mall of America just because of our damn event. God, not our fault though because it's unofficial. So you unofficial. Can't. Do we? Yeah, we're not hosting this event. The no, Mall no. of America. Mall of America is Dude, hosting it. I, this is a win win for 10k because if we announce like, hey, we're doing an MO, an unofficial MOA pub crawl, like all the homies just come out. Like, best case scenario, we successfully did kind of a grassroots pub crawl at the Mall of America. Worst case scenario, which is still a great case scenario, the MOA, like, bans us for the, week, for the weekend, and we can just say, like, we did that. Well, see, <laughs> I, I can see right now, like, they're going to be, if we go there just, like, with a fucking dozen people just showing up to bars, not shopping, someone at the MOA, someone that at the MOA is going to catch on, and we're going to be like, stop before we go to the next bar. What, what are you guys doing? We're, we're shopping. I mean, they expect it, though, dude. I know people who work at the MOA, and, like, the security there is heavy, like, they're stabbings there all the time. Like, yeah, they're, they'll be ready for I, some shit. Yeah, I wish they still had the show. I don't know if you guys remember where they had a show about the Mall of America security. Oh yeah, God, I that's wish right. We were just on there. It was on TLC. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah, there was a Mall of America fun. security show. It was cool to watch. Just like yeah. a day to day life. Of, yeah, it was almost so like think think cops, like, oh but at the Mall of America. Yeah. I got like. Thank the Lord there's no strip club within walking distance of the wall. <laughs> or like in Bloomington, you'd think there would be uh, in walking distance of that King area of Bloomington. of Diamonds in Invergrove, Invergrove Heights. Heights. That's no. relatively close. It's like 15 See, minutes. I, I, I like how you're already mapping this out, thinking through this like we're going to go there. Cam, you'll be back. Next titty bar. Got to run it Vegas, back. Okay? No, but uh, it's uh, the, the, the mall bar bit, specifically the MOA, like strong bar scene. People don't understand it. I think people just throw it in the back of their head when they're shopping there because they're going there for shopping. They never think about going there to drink. You got bars inside. You never have to step outside in the cold. Don't have to worry about it. It's, it's going to be a blast. It's yeah. super underrated. Yeah. So if you, uh, you look out on our socials, we'll all be going to the MOA on Saturday to get drunk, I guess. Because it's February, you got to get creative. You know, we're not quite to the March Madness era. We're not quite to our Vegas trip. So we're trying to fill the, the awkward time in between. And, uh, yeah, the MOA this Saturday, probably around 4 or 5 o'clock, something like that. Yeah, take advantage you know, start of Start with dinner, get a good basin, and then just yeah. get wasted at the largest mall in America. Yeah. Why not? That sounds like, an, um, like a bucket list item. Hell, yeah. Yeah. All, All right. for that. Um, for my bit, I got Pull the Fucker, a.k.a. Patrick Roy. Uh, Patrick Wah. 
Is that how you pronounce yeah. that? Patrick Waugh. Waugh. So Why did they spell the name like that? Though? See, that, he's, French. I, I, he's, he's French, so he was the ex-coach of the Colorado Avalanche, and I, I had to add that because he fucking, this bastard, oh, yeah. um, he like specifically, he didn't, he was known to do this all the time, but I specifically remember the 2013, or no, 2014, when the Wild were playing the Colorado Avalanche. We were up by like two goals. It was like three to one, and with like nine or ten minutes left, he pulled the goalie, and no shit. They came back and won in overtime, dude. We've we've pulled the goalie yeah. before with like ten minutes left. We've come back and yeah. won before. It's it's the it's, I love the bit. I, the I even tried that bit at the uh, Minnesotan Cup when you guys played in the pond hockey tournament. Remember, I tried to pull you with ten minutes left in mm-hmm. the second game because we were losing to that high school team mm-hmm. by like eight goals. So uh, I just did the pull the fucker yeah. bit. We uh we even Evison did it this week against uh, or last Friday against um. Who did we play on Friday? The, the Panthers. There were yeah. seven minutes left in the yep. game. The Wilder down by two. He pulled the fucker. Mm-hmm. Said, yeah, pull, get your ass over here. Pull the fucker, man. I mean, it, it's, a stra- it's a bold strategy, but the Wild have been weirdly good at it. But it's so funny when you do see, I think like 10 plus years ago, or, or like it was very normal to only pull the goalie like with a minute left, minute 20. And of course you still see that. But like nowadays, it's just getting even more crazy. Like I think mm-hmm. Patrick Wawai, I think that goes back to that. I think he was one of the first guys. He blazed the trail. That, he probably looked that, like a psycho at the time. Yeah, yeah, like he pulled the goalie with nine minutes left. He's like, why the fuck not? We get an extra skater on the ice. Gives us more time with a six on five. Fuck it. God. I trust my Especially defense. if you can force a penalty, then it's six on four. Like yeah. you stand a legitimate chance to score on right? six on four. It's pretty smart, but God, I hate that guy. Patrick Wawai? Yeah, shout out to Andrew Burnett for ending his career. Yeah. Too. So, I mean, he so he played for Colorado, too. And, and dude, Andrew Burnett was coaching Florida. Yeah. yeah. It was threw me off for a second. I'm like, oh, yeah, because Joe Quenville obviously had to step down for good, you know, because yeah. of all that shit with Chicago. But then I did not know. I totally forgot Andrew Burnett was an assistant line. and he was the next guy in line. I'm like, I know that guy. He could legitimately yeah. win shit. a cup with him, too. He, right. he could. Andrew Burnett and it won't, a Minnesota Wild legend and, and our it, since the Minnesota Wild have been a team and he'll win a cup for the fucking Florida team right yeah that's what will happen yeah that's totally common come but, on man uh, that was bit of the week folks we're gonna take a really quick commercial break and then we'll get into our interview with Sammy Adams hey guys Kurt Cousins here uh, I know I'm a little late on this post I try to be as punctual as uh, more than anybody uh, but I just want to formally congratulate. Uh, new coach Kevin O'Connell, uh, KOC or uh, or Cock, as a lot of people like to call him, but I, I want to just call him the OC. And uh, I do know him back from my days in Washington uh, on the team when we were called the name that shall no longer be named. Uh, just excited to have the OC as a part of this team. If I'm still here, and uh, hopefully we can uh, do more than a damn screen pass on the field. I'm excited to see what, what happens and you utilize and hopefully he utilizes me to my peer potential, which is I think better than Tom Brady. Um, so uh, Skull Vikings, God bless Kirk Cousins. All right, folks, welcome back to It's a Bit. Very special guest with us. We got singer, rapper, songwriter, platinum recording artist, over 1.1 million monthly listeners on Spotify alone, Sammy Adams. Sammy, it's a, it's a, it's an honor to have you here. What up, boys? Popping. Um, man, we're just we're just chilling on uh, Monday here, just and we're just looking forward to talking with you. I mean, it's just uh, we're uh, we're we're always on the grind. We're always trying to keep moving forward. And and as someone like yourself, who's an artist that is, I feel like been through the grind. We're just happy to have you on. 
course. Yeah. Thanks for having me, boys. hundred percent. Where you guys at? Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, we're out of the twin cities. You ever, you ever play any concerts here? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot. I mean, shit, we did, we did like a crazy, you like university of Minnesota show. Ooh, that, oh like, yeah. It, and it was like, it was crazy because it was like one of those parking lots like behind a frat and some promoter put it together like super last minute. I had to like shuffle to get a DJ to come through and he was so trash that I <laughs> ran the whole shit myself. Uh, but like it was packed. It was crazy. And like, I mean, those like that was back when everything was grassroots. It was like mm-hmm. YouTube, Facebook. It was before... I mean, shit, I probably had like 9,000 followers on Twitter. Instagram didn't even exist. Um, so it was it was crazy because like the Midwest was like, besides the Northeast, the Midwest was really what helped us pop off because like we would route all our runs through the Midwest and then circle back and do them again. Well, well and, and you uh, and you played, um, I don't know if you remember Grand Forks, North Dakota in fall of 2015. That was, that was my... Really? That was my welcome weekend. Like I was at that concert, dude. It was a fucking blast. I remember the funniest memory about that was I, I saw like 10 people duck down at the same time. And then I just see like clouds start coming in the air. And next thing you know, the cops are like breaking it up. That show was insane. Well, like that one was crazy. Cause like we did, we did a couple joints. Like we played university of North Dakota and like I was homies with all the hockey kids, and there was yeah. gonna be like there was gonna be like five to ten thousand people outside, and then it just started pissing rain. I remember that, yeah. So they like they fucking moved it inside to like a twenty five hundred person venue, and it was, there was definitely like a fire hazard. Yeah, <laughs> there was yeah. Like, like at least three point five to four thousand people in there, and it was crazy. It's like it, it's weird like when you when you start out with like a dream of going and touring and shit um just like how many places you go where people fuck with your music it's like it's it's one of like it's one of the only art forms that's not like kind of like precious and kind of like i don't know not narcissistic but it's like if you love music, you love music. And it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. that's one of the illest things for me is like some of the shit I listen to on the daily is like, you know, Jimi Hendrix and like Steve Miller band and like newer bands like crewing band and all these joints, like they just never get old. Um, so it, it was sick to like be on tour and go to so many, like I've been to, I think every single state in the country except Hawaii um and to play shows it's like man like dream fulfilled like hitting milestones crazy so um it's it's been awesome bro what's been the what's the best place you you played and it's okay if you don't say minnesota but yeah yeah yeah. we're not gonna be offended no i mean i mean to be honest like it's it's tough because like i have like such a special place in my heart for the midwest i think i think the the craziest show I've ever played was like, I think I was like maybe 20, 21, probably 21. I just like recently dropped out and I went to some like, I think it was like Skrillex was opening up for Shit. like Busy P and a couple other people that I didn't really know. And I I went up to like the 
like manager yeah the, uh, venue and i was like i'm gonna sell this shit out in like two years and he was like okay pal yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a Keep 6,000 person room. So like selling out Roseland in New York was like a milestone for me. Selling out Madison Shit. Square Garden with Enrique Iglesias was wild. Um, but I mean, the, my favorite place to play is obviously Boston. Um, that's like just roots of it all. Like playing House of Blues and having the whole shit packed out. Also probably a fire hazard. Yeah. <laughs> every place might be, every indoor space. Every indoor venue is a fire hazard. Probably for Let's your shows, honest. yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's like, you know, you have, you have like, it's like, all right, you're going to have 3,800 people in here, like 3,850 pushing it with your guest list. And I'm like, oh, the guest list is way longer than that. So, um you know, it's like it's always it's always one of those amazing things where you start really small and then it goes zero to 100. Um, and, you know, luckily, like been able to just keep at it. And, and you know, regardless of like how much the music industry changes, um, you know, I've just been blessed by an amazing like hardcore fan base that just follows yeah well and going back to uh fire hazards at indoor venues i mean let's address the elephant in the room you know smoking weed and listening to music that's it's like peanut butter and jelly you know yeah. it's like it's gonna happen exactly yeah. can't you can't stop it no you can't you can't beat it i yeah. mean you can't beat it you can't right. you can't have like venues where it says like it says this place is a fire hazard, no smoke or or pyrotechnics is like that's bullshit. Like right. this is a this is a music <laughs> venue. People are smoking, there's fireworks, there's smoke, everything. Like the, okay, you're pretty much saying these concerts can't be fun. Like fuck that. Like that's yeah. so stupid. Right. Well, and, and it's it's crazy too because you know and we were reading up on you and in 2009 while playing while you were a senior soccer captain at Trinity College you recorded the song I Hate College which still super popular song today um, obviously kind of like a, a funny take on fellow rapper uh, Asher Roth's hit I Love College um, yes, what what was kind of the rationale behind that song was it something you seriously intended on being being like a hit or were, was it just something you kind of did for fun or no, it's like the backstory of this is actually mad funny because when I, so I just transferred in from Hobart to Trinity because my high school grades definitely were not getting me into Trinity. Yeah. Um, and so like I got a soccer scholarship, like transferred and I just like, we kind of went from like, you know, doing like basically like, like nothing smoking mad once like having case races that turns into like freestyle battles and then i yeah. was like and then like i was more focused on the production side of everything so i was making beats like throughout you know the first year and a half of college and then i was like damn i was like maybe i should hit one of these um of like my own beats and that's how boston's boy came to life and I Hate College was, like, written before I went to Trinity, but it was, like, it was a moment in time where, like, Asher had this whole lane dialed in where he had, like, the greenhouse effect and then, like, a sleep in the bread aisle. Um, and it was just dope to see, you know, a, a fellow, like, white rapper doing his thing. Mm -hmm. um, 
And so from that, like when I went to Trinity, it wasn't it wasn't like a a slight or a diss at all to him. Um, it was just I heard the beat and it was like a it's like a classic kind of you know hip hop drum loop with a great baseline. Like there's it's very minimal to be honest. Yeah. Well, and and the lyrics the lyrics everyone can connect with too. It's I hate college, but I love all the parties. Like people, mm-hmm. people think about how college was the best years of their life, but no one remembers the time they spent in the classroom, taking the tests, doing the lectures. Like that's, that's the shitty part. Like I don't miss school. I miss college. Yeah. I miss college yeah. for all the partying and all the fun and the independence. But like that, it's like the most relatable lyrics, especially for mm-hmm. a college student or anyone who's been to college. Yeah. And it was, it was like, I think at the time too, like we, you know, we luckily had like such a good group of, of like homies. Like we all lived off campus in like a soccer house and we were like super tight, like came up with our slogan, like high five city. So when we win games, it's just like, it's just like all positive vibes. Even when Mm -hmm. we lose high five city, let's get this one back. And you have that amazing, like, chemistry with your boys and all this shit and then it's like fuck i gotta go to psych 101 or yeah like like there was this one <laughs> yeah. class there was this one class that was like it was just so out of my realm in terms of it was like almost like a stats and econ slash like it felt like an AP math class to me because yeah, for me, like, yeah. bro, I'm still like pulling out the calculator when I'm tipping at restaurants. Like, oh, yeah. oh, 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 we're me too. We are 100 those guys. I'm not trying to 100%. figure out 15 percent off no, my head. I don't know. I'm going to pay too much. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and then and then you go abroad and they're like, "Why did you just tip me 15 percent?" I'm like, "What? Like, <laughs> that's just standard. <laughs> I don't need to be tipped. Where'd you, you do, talking where'd about? You do that math? Yeah, right." Well, you're speaking about like I want to just dive into the soccer aspect a little bit. I got to ask, as a soccer player, were you uh were you a flopper? Were you the guy that that yeah. dove every time you got you got nicked by a player and and tried to sell the sell the 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 red card for the other player? No, nah, I was never I was never like the flopper. Like I mean, if you touch me in the box and you don't get the ball, I'll flop. Like, <laughs> yeah, sure, but like I'm not throwing like the full you know Brazil, <laughs> right just sending it like you know fucking at half field what what uh what uh, position did you play i was up top i was a striker all right goal uh, scorer so like i when i transferred from hobart they had me at like left mid which is like bro it's like that's a shitload trying, of running I, yeah i trying to do this much work bro like, <laughs> yeah. yo i'm a rapper come on man <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> like, look, like, like the best thing I, that it could take me to is probably like the USL. I'm not going cap. I'm not like, I'm not, I'm yeah. not shooting for Champions League or MLS, like, it, like at all. So, uh, when when I went to Trinity, you know, the, like my coach Mike Pilgrims, who like, I think he just recently retired, he was one of the best coaches I've ever had because he he pulled me in his office. He was like, I just like. Like, like I slotted you like three spots, got rid of like four or five recruits. You better fucking pay off, bro. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, it's my ass, not yours if yeah, you suck. Right. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I was like, bro. I was like, come on. I was like, let's let's get to it. Um, and then had like a crazy junior season. Um, 
you know, 16 goals or yeah, 16 goals, 17 assists or 16 goals, 15 assists. I don't remember the numbers, but um, we did our thing. And it was like the first time that Trinity really had like a, a unit of, you know, homies that actually played together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, it went from being five people in the, in the stands to, you know, having packed games, which was dope. It's awesome. Uh, and so, so that was, that was super fun to like build that with my like dogs that I was living with. Um, yeah. And I think, I think that was a huge part of like the, I hate college thing because it was like, yo, I'm having so much fun. Like when we win, from these big buses and going and clapping Williams at Williams, like yeah. for the first time ever for like a Trinity team. And like, you know, hit like hitting game winners is one thing, but hitting game winners for your boys and for the team, it's like, let's fucking go. Like, right. Let's get it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And I was going to say though, uh, <laughs> no, I love that mentality, but I, uh, and doing like just more research, you know, about you obviously founding out you played soccer. I was just a little surprised because having, you know, seen your music, um, you know, up to about 10 years ago, I think the first time I, I saw your music video, listened to your music, I'm like, this is a badass rapper and shit. Nothing against the game of soccer. I just would have never well, so- thought soccer, soccer players are not traditional like party guys, <laughs> yeah. you know, because you got because soccer, soccer players to be in such good shape. You know, you, you, you can't afford to be. Partying. partying and shit, but maybe that's just a, a stereotype that's wrong. Right? Sounds like you guys yeah. had a hell of a time. I mean, yeah. It, it was it was interesting because it was like it was always like you know it was dudes would always be like, oh, you played soccer, like, you were a foot fairy. I was like a fucking like football or hockey guy. I'm like, bro, you ever see me with a hoodie off? I'm like 170 pounds, soaking wet. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I mean, it like. We kind of like the way we kind of dealt with that was like in terms of partying, like balancing everything was more so just like keeping each other in check. Like I was also, I mean, still am like a pothead. So, yeah, it it was extremely hard for that, like 30 day cutoff period of like if we make NCAAs, (laughs) like you can't be smoking, bro. Right. Well, and and two, like it running and smoking, you know, they're just pretty much polar opposites <laughs> yeah exactly and so you know it was it was uh it was ill though because we we all kind of had like kept each other in check and like there was there was like a couple of captains one of them was the enforcer and the other one was like the the players captain and so it was like a perfect kind of mesh of like leadership that we needed and it was like yo it's like get out of your fucking bed wake up yep we're going to the weight room it's like i'm not going cap like <laughs> i i went to the weight room it was probably like on an elliptical behind a bunch of the girls volleyball yeah i did my time <laughs> hashtag <laughs> working out yeah that's motivation it's like, you know, it's like dudes are telling me to like you know it's like it's like power clean this. Like I'm like power clean what? Like, like what, am I, what am I a custodian? Like, yeah. What the hell does that mean? I don't even know what that word means. Yeah. I'm, I mean I'm pretty good at cleaning, but yeah. my house is already clean. What do, we, what do you want me to power clean? That, take that big waxer. What's you the see? difference between cleaning and power cleaning? Take that big waxer that they see Jenner's walking down yeah. the, the hall at the schools and shit. Pushing that shit power down clean the hallway. That shit. That's a workout. Yeah. Actually though. Gosh. But uh. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was, it was interesting because, like, you know, it was the, that aspect of it was, it was different because, you know, it, it is still 
D3, but like the NESCAC was and probably still is like, but like maybe Sons, a couple teams like down south, you know, it's it they've won the national championship like six out of the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, you know, big brawlic dudes defending you. And I was just, I was just sneaky. Um, <clears throat> and like had footwork and, you know, regardless of how much gas dudes were smoking, um, you know, I, I put it, I put it, I put in the work. Uh, yeah. To, yeah. That, to like be able to, you know, almost become a leader in my own right, where it's like, if, if these dudes can trust me with the rock, it's like, give me the ball, give it to you back, move the ball around. Like, you know, it was, it was like almost like being a captain on the field without having the armband. Right, right. And then you became a captain with the microphone off the field. Right. That's exactly what fucking happened. So it translates. It all comes full circle. The soccer plays. Instead of scoring goals, you were scoring platinums. Yes. It's a hell of a hell of a fucking stuff. Scoring plays. We we love those, you know. Anytime you go platinum or gold, it's it's uh, it's great. It's you know, those 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 moments at Trinity are are always like in in my mind like my grandmother and, and mother have always said, like, you know, fuck people get in your head. Like, yeah, success mm-hmm. is the best revenge. So. Well, and uh, and we rec- we professionally recorded a rap song last summer called uh, Thick Boy Summer. It was a spoof off of uh, Hot Girl Summer by mm-hmm. whoever. Oh, we're going to need to hear that. I'm going to yeah. throw a verse on that, bitch. Dude, you should you should uh, you should add your own verse to it. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to send it to you after the show. It Yeah, it obviously we're not like rappers, but I mean, it's it's kind of fire. I'm but not we kind lie. of are rappers. We kind now. of are. Yeah. Jake's like Jake's like so sm- smoking so CBD in the music video. I'm smoking CBD because I'm badass. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I roll. We uh, one of our buddies. Uh, his, he he lives with his girlfriend in this huge house. It's her mom's, and we like recorded the music video there to look like it was our house, even though like we yeah. all we all lived in apartments. Don't, don't disclose that. It, oh that's shit! Our house. I mean, well, damn cut, it. cut that out. Yeah, yeah, cut that. Well, cut that's that. our house. Well, guess what? I mean, that's not that's not too far fetched from uh, you know, the uh, smoking mirrors in the music industry. Like right, uh, like one of the homies that used to shoot me on tour, he like works in real estate now and like the crib that dj Khaled shot the migos and justin bieber video in is like it's like getting sold for something ludicrous like a quarter billion yeah who the fuck has that type of bread right right no normal person has that kind of money and it's funny going back to the to the smoke and mirrors of music video i was i always remember your music video uh for hell of a night and I wanted to ask you if that, by the way, most, one of the most outrageous music videos I showed yes. these guys before the pod, it just starts with you naked on a private jet. You were waking Love up, that. you're like the fuck, but did you, uh, did you pay for anything? Did you pay for all the stuff in that music video? I that, you didn't pay for anything. Private jet, uh, Rari awesome. bottles, models house oh. with a pool. I think you were in Vegas. Yep. Not a dime. Didn't pay for a dime of it, bro. God damn it. That's fucking sick. That is what a hell life. of a night. What a, what a life. Yeah, damn. That's sweet. I, I'm assuming that that song was totally based on a true story. Right. Uh, yeah, probably multiple times. <laughs> yeah, probably uh, most, multiple times. Most days. Or... Yeah. <laughs> in not, Vegas. I mean, I mean, that like that song actually came together here in like New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was out in L.A. I was, or I was in Miami working with... Uh, big major and he had just kind of like locked on as one of justin bieber's big 
uh, writers and producers. So uh, the dude that did the video was doing all Justin Bieber's videos and like yeah. he sent a treatment over and I was like, oh boy, I was like, this is going to A, piss off the wifey and piss off my parents. Um, <laughs> but I was like, at the same time, like, fuck it, let's send it. Um, send it. And, uh, you know, it was, it, it's funny because like, it's, it's a wild, crazy video, like you said. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it's like looking back, there's so many better videos that like the homies have done that aren't those big 200K budget type videos. Like, trust me, it's mad fun to fly private. It's great to drive Ferraris. Um, I'm sure you guys have been to strip clubs. Oh, yeah. 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 So it was, you know, it was, it was a blast to shoot, um, but it, it all comes down to smoke and mirrors where it's like, you know, people always ask about, it's like, yo, so like, which, which one of them did you smash? And I'm like, it's not really like that. It's professional, yeah. man. This is all professional. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So, Let's go here. Come on. So it's, uh, it was that, that video was wild though. It's like, I wasn't, I wasn't really like up on the whole treatment cause there was a treatment and then we just started adding shit in. Um, like I got pulled over on the strip in the Ferrari for throwing like <laughs> a thousand and ones out of the Ferrari. Yeah. I, re- I remember yeah, you, you single-handedly threw a bunch of money in the air while you were driving. And that was like, so that was legit money. That was just, just part, of the budget, out, part of the budget, part of the budget. It was it was real money. I mean, look, yeah. I'm not I'm not a I'm not a huge gambler myself, but we hit we hit a lick that night. Um I think it was like during March Madness and we just put a big bag down and crushed a bet. Um like a, a dog bet. It was like four it was like a fourteen against two type joint. Um money. Yeah, yeah right. So we cranked it. So like I was like, bet it's like I'm living my life. Like thank Thank God I wasn't like drinking before because it's like getting pulled over for a littering in Vegas and catching a buoy on your own shoe would be a really fucking bad look. Yeah. yeah. Can, no. can you imagine if you did like the third verse from like the prison cell? You're like, yeah, you're like <laughs> it would have been authentic. Well, it's like, hey, I don't, I don't know if you've seen Trailer Park Boys, but J-Rock in, in, in the show, he makes himself look like an authentic rapper by getting arrested. He gets and arrested he, on person for the album cover. And, and he gets <laughs> on purpose, shoots a gun in the air, shoots a bunch of guns or whatever, and he, they take a picture of him on the hood getting arrested because they're like, yo, man, is this legit? Yeah, man, this is this is legit. This is going to sell tons of records. Yeah. So, and then, and then, then you and then you don't drop the album till you're out of jail. Which, I, I mean, he, he also like... His verse on Money Trees is just goaded. Right. Yeah. J Rock is by far the greatest rapper of our generation, I think. Like he I mean, I've I would say like I would say he he doesn't top Kendrick for me, but Kendrick <laughs> put him on. Yeah. Uh, like to T D E. So it's you know, it's like those those type of moments are crazy because you have to have like I mean, A, you've got to have balls to do that. Yeah. Second of all, it's like it's really that's really what's happening. And you know, it's like for for like that that's not smoking mirrors. That's just straight up gun smoke. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, for sure. What's 
I guess like, are there any really crazy stories on tour? Any of them that stand out? I know you've you've been all over the country. Maybe but even I, like backstage. I know shit ha- can happen backstage too. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, a, there's so many. I mean, any like favorite particular moment on tour? Someone like you met or something you got to do? Like when so me, I think me and Waka were on a college tour with like Wale. And they were like super adamant about not uh, bringing, you know, not like fraternizing with students. Um, and me and Walker kind of hit it off right away. Like once we got on tour, like this is like probably the second second year I was touring or third year I was touring. We played U Delaware at the Pavilion. It was like me, Waka, Wale, Flowrida, and place was just fucking jumping yeah um, and then like once i finished my set and walker finished his set we like they you know the whole don't prioritize with the students thing we had one of the tour i forget if it was flow rider or wale's tour bus driver but he just pulled his bus in front of both of ours so the campus security and the cops couldn't see and we literally opened all the pirate things <laughs> and put like 50 humans in all the buses and we were like have a good one and <laughs> it just like rolled out and they were like thank you so much for like you know obliging to our rules and playing by our rules and we were like sure incognito yeah. right uh but that that was a good one like there's i mean there's so many stories like there was a like someone rented like a sprinter van it was like it's like think six girls and like four guys and they followed us on almost every tour date across the country that's Um, commitment yeah it's insane and it was like we were kind of we were kind of wondering like man like are y'all y'all job yeah yeah (laughs) you trying to kill us or yeah yeah what's i mean and and like the the serial killer effect was definitely in there at some point like one of these dudes is trying to murk one of us yeah 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 (laughs) um but yeah, like, you know, that and, and back, I would say the coolest thing about backstage is you never know who's going to pull up to your shows. Um, like the first show I had in, I think it was Kansas City, like all of Strange Music showed up and like Tech 9 is on stage with me with a mic with his full face paint on singing Driving Me Crazy, which is not his vibe, bro. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. You know, that's not his type of music. So, like, those type of things are crazy. Just anyone that you're kind of like, oh, shit. Like, I don't know. This dude was at the show. Like, thank God I bodied it. Um, yeah. And it's like most of those happen in the bigger cities like Miami, L.A., New York. Minneapolis. Um, yeah. <laughs> Minneapolis. <laughs> no. I mean, no. Like, like, to, like, to be honest, Minneapolis, I'm trying to think of, like, I'm trying to think of, like, we did a couple, like, full sold out joints with the Wiz. Um, and then we played a crazy show at like Mill City Night. Oh yeah. That used to that's shut down now. And that's so yeah. It's like it's like one of my favorite pictures because it was like a packed venue. The the promoter was like a full fucking hater. <laughs> was not like doing his job. So I was like, bad. I was like, let's just go like full street team with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, walk around. And, you know, we went out, like, 
Went to a Twins game. Went to like the campus of U of M. Like when just like basically politics just people and like the whole shit was like sold out. And one of my favorite pictures is like I'm launching off the stage and I'm like I'm like four feet in the air. I'll send y'all the pictures. So you can yeah. Oh, for yeah, sure, hundred uh, percent. And it was like it was. It's just so cool because like those those like smaller, more intimate venues when you're coming up as an artist are like your bread and butter because like you can go play a college show with six other people on the bill or like a festival or whatever, and you never know what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people could be huge fans, and you could also have a bunch of people in the front row like. This sucks. Yeah. You see it in their face, but it's like, you know, fuck you. It's like, just fucking leave them. Then why are you in the front row at right. my show if you You're in the best spot. <laughs> no fucking let's sense. So, let someone who's enjoying it be there. Should call up people. All the, this guy's not having fun. Yeah. Someone who deserves it should be here. Kick this guy out now. <laughs> call the fun police backup forces. Get yeah, in there. Damn. Break it up. Have you had? A, have you ever had anyone like get severely injured at a show, like crowd surfing or anything? Or like doing something really stupid? Obviously not your fault, but like any of that crazy shit happen? Um, we've had like, a, we've had a couple people like, like we've no, like I've, I always have people in the crowd from like my team to just make sure everything's copacetic, everything's, mm-hmm. you know, Gucci out there. But like when people make big pushes or like make mosh pits and yeah. shit, it's like people get trampled and it's like, we'll stop the show. A um, couple of people have had seizures because of the lights and like, we'll stop the show. Yeah. Um, and then like, there's just wild, crazy dudes that sometimes you play shows and like, it's like, I'm sorry you bought your girl's ticket and you're here too. You didn't have to come. You could have br- had her bring like a plus one, but like, don't throw shit at you. And like, I Jesus. learned very quick that you can't, throw shit back because like talk about flopping in soccer. It's like, bro, I hit you with like a half full pulling spring plastic bottle. Do not act like you got a concussion. Right. Yeah, right. I was going to say too, throwing Come shit, calm down, throwing shit back. I mean, he, he, he gets to throw it at a guy who might be the only, one of the only people on stage, but you have to, uh, you have to have dead accuracy to hit the guy who originally threw the bottle. So yeah, <laughs> you not, might, you yeah. might miss and hit, hit an innocent bystander. Yeah. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. Wrong person. Man, and there's there's been like wild wild times where like people have just like somehow finagled their way backstage because like we didn't I mean for like the first five years we were like bringing security but it's like it when you bring security you also bring a lot of attention mm-hmm. um, so like if you're going to play like do a DJ set or do like a couple songs at a nightclub you know, if you bring security in, it almost puts more of a spotlight on you than, you know, some douchebag buying like seven <laughs> bottles of Ace of Spades that yeah. has in a plaque. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's like dude, con- congrats that your dad's rich or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's like there's been times where it's never really gotten violent. Um but like, you know, we, we will stop shows for things like my production manager and dudes have their little code with like flashlights. Like if it's like five flashes, it means stop the show. Something's fucked up. Nice. Yeah. Um, so like, there's like little codes that we have and, you know, it's like the, the safety of our fans has always been that important to us. Cause like at the same time, it's like when you build it from the grassroots, 
like grassroots type level up and it blows up like it did, um, you know, you owe the world to them. Right. Um, I think a lot of other people that go through the major label system and get big through, you know, conglomerates and, you know, imprint labels, like they don't care as much about their fans because they're not really, they're not really interacting with them. Like I said, on YouTube and Facebook and, you know, maybe Twitter to some extent, it was, it was mainly like Facebook and, and kind of just keeping in touch with people and letting people know you're like actually extremely uh, like elated that you get to do this for a living. Right. Um, so it wasn't, it was never like any smoke and mirrors for us. We we wanted people to come get fucked up, have a great time, rage, take, you know, shitty videos on blackberries. Yeah. <laughs> Back at that time. The, the 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 razor oh the Motorola razor oh shit oh, that mean, phone. phone it's crazy so it's like so the, like the, like there was never really any any like fucked up moments um in terms of in terms of like chaos and crowds like there were a couple times that we almost got shut down in like New York and actually Minneapolis, like the U of M show almost got shut down because there was just so many people in the parking lot and the crowd just like sways. Yeah. Like it's almost like just a strong ass fucking wind going through the cornfield. It's like, but these are humans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very, very intoxicated and yes, human beings probably yeah, had some intoxicated and then some yeah, and, then, yeah. and then there's just the others and then there's just the others on who know you cannot identify what they're on until you give them like a blood or urine test yes. <laughs> like those people i don't what is he on i have no idea oh it's something yeah he's on like, let's, gosh let's give him the hair test yeah, yeah right no <laughs> i just we're gonna know what you've been doing for the last two years pal yeah <laughs> yeah no i just had to ask that because i was I was at a warp tour show and I was I saw falling in reverse. I don't know if you're familiar with with them. Yeah, um, Ronnie Rack, he's a fucking he's a crazy ass singer. But I remember like there was a crazy crowd, crazy mosh pit. I wasn't I wasn't actually in it. And some <laughs> chick who should not have been crowd surfing, uh, just gets up and like gets like thrown down near this mosh pit. Like I guess they're like head cracked open i wasn't near it but he had to like stop the show and shit like halfway through and like it was like chaos going on out there well yeah i mean that and i so i played warp tour in i think 2016 or 2017 and one of the one of the coolest things about it like i was definitely a way different artist for warp tour right uh, because it's you i mean usually like most of the main stage bands are Pop you know, yeah. five-piece band. And I literally didn't even bring a DJ. I just brought a backdrop and, like, DJed the whole shit myself. Yeah. Um, but they had these big banners on the side. It was like, if someone falls, pick them up. And, like, before each artist would go on, um, Kevin Lyman made, like, yeah. you know, a really good point of, like, if someone falls, like, just pick them up. Like these are all your homies. Like this mm -hmm. is all a community of people that are coming to see music. So, and listen to music and listen to their favorite artists or discover new artists. Um, mm -hmm. So I had like a profound respect for that, like off day one, because 
whether the crowd was a thousand people or you know your slate's like nine twenty five and everyone's already left, you still got to do your job. But like in the crazier ones, it was dope to see that kind of like community type shit. Like in a rock capacity, it was like what EDM is with like <clears throat> with like plur. You know, it's mm-hmm. like peace, love, unity, respect. So it was like dope to see that they had like an awareness that like people have definitely gotten fucked up in the past. So yeah, yeah. Make, make sure everyone's good. No, I, I, speaking of that quick though, like warp tour is always funny. Cause I always pictured it as I went to a few of them. I always pictured it as like a pop punk, like metal concert. And then you'd always see one. They'd always bring on like one hip hop artist or rapper. Like I remember one year it was just like, I'm seeing like, like all these pop punk bands and then Waka Flocka is on the stage yeah. at like five o'clock slate. <laughs> and then one time they had, they had MGK like five or six years ago before he like did his like pop punk, you know, uh, endeavors or whatever. But like, they always, they always did it. Like, and I kind of like that. They like bring on like one random hip hop artist amongst all these like super metal screamo pop punk bands. And, and like, no, it's that, I thought that was cool that they did that though. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was crazy because it's like it also gives you like perspective and, you know, it, as much as as much as people want to like gas themselves up like, oh, I've sold out this, I've sold out that. It's like it's always great to kind of like get put back in your place and into perspective because um, like like I said, you have to do your job, but you have to do it well enough to where you know, as long as people aren't walking away from your stage, like this too fucking sucks. Yeah. Which definitely happened multiple fucking times. <laughs> yeah. 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 I imagine it's part of it for everybody though. Like, especially I can imagine like how, how many people were at your first show? Like the first uh, time you ever did your shit live. Man, probably, probably like 17 people in like, a dirty ass frat basement that the pledges slept on <laughs> yeah. uh, and didn't clean. So like, you know, it goes from 17. And then at that time, I don't know. I probably had, I hate college was out. Um, and then I had a bunch of joints in the vault, but we would just throw on like our favorite, like wheezy Lil Wayne beats. And yeah, like Drake wasn't even popping. Like he didn't even have, his first record out i think so far gone might have been out um but at that time that was still a mixtape um so he hadn't actually dropped his debut so it was crazy because like you go from 17 people and then you do your job and you know you you crush it like whether or not you think you crush it or other people do um you know you go back and then it's 200 people and then the next time you come back, it's a full venue. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's, it's all a build. And like, I think that's where a lot of people with like the social media shit and TikTok, it's like, you can blow up super fast. You can also fall off really, really fast. Well, and even uh, like what we found, like we really, we've been doing what we've been doing for two years and we really just blew up in probably the last six months. Like it's, it's a fucking grind, you know, and you're only, there's always so much pressure to put out more stuff because, you know, like they always say, you're only as good as your last video or you're only as good as, you know, so there's, there's always kind of that, that looming pressure of, of putting out more stuff that, that always hangs over you. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's always, you know, there like 
fans always want more and more music and it gets it gets a lot more political when you get into like the major label systems and you know you're playing fm radio shows pretty much every other stop on the tour um so it's 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 great that like when we got in it was a perfect time because it was kind of in between um you know ash and mac r.i.p to my guy yep r.i.p um but you know it it was a perfect time to kind of capitalize on uh before social media cracked off like word of mouth was just the goat at that time right um which which is like it's crazy because it still is i mean it's like social media is as big as it is now because people will you know share that tweet or share this reel or tiktok or whatever so it is a form of word of mouth but back then it's like you know it was way different in terms of uh just less resources there wasn't you know there was probably TuneCore. there was no spotify there wasn't apple music there was itunes um so it it was really dope to build that um with you know my team and then and then kind of like toward the country it was just kind of eye-opening every single night like holy fucking shit we really did this yeah well, and it's even nuts, like for those of you listening out here who have never heard of any Sammy's music, that's probably a lie because it, like even the song All Night Longer, I still, every time I go out to a bar on a weekend, like that's always played at least once when I'm there. I can't remember the last time I went out to like a dance floor, or, like any bar where like All Night Longer didn't get played once. Like that, that's, that's at least like one song I can think of that I know I'll probably be hearing till I'm dead. Yeah, I mean, that was it was a that was a crazy moment because we like i remember hearing the beat um and it was like just the drum like just the drum pattern which was like it, either super similar to like gary glitter's dun, 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 yeah yeah hey so so when I heard that, I was like, ooh, this is a fucking slap. And yeah. Um, and then it just it came together like super quick. I was out in LA when we cut that. Um and like it's cool because like that song the other day someone asked me, like, yo, like this song's fire. Like, why don't you put this out? I'm like, bro, this shit's been out. It's been out. It's been out. Where the it, fuck it, have, you where been? have you like been under a rock or yeah. what, man? Well, and that yeah, you know, that that song has, I just checked it today, like 77 million plays on Spotify alone. Like that's, that's one place. Like how, how crazy is it for you to hear numbers on that? Like 13 million on YouTube. I'd imagine similar numbers on Apple music just cause I didn't show it, but like how that's it, it, just gotta be nuts to just look at that number and be like, Oh, like 77 million people have heard my voice. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's like the, I remember I was like up in New Hampshire with like one of my boys and, and like our our girls and I got like the text and was like, yo, we just did a million in physical sales. And I was like, digital sales? And he was like, physical. People and buying like, like CDs? I'm like shit. Okay. Fire. Let's yeah. go. I mean, like technically I guess in this age, like if you buy it for one twenty nine on the Apple store, it's counted as like a physical. So digital yeah. to physical is different, but it wasn't like you did a million streams 
on Spotify. It's like you literally sold a million records. So that was a huge milestone. Um, and like a lot of our, a lot of the songs on Boston's Boy um, never really got DMCAs in terms of like getting put on streaming platforms. So we'll probably never know the numbers of those, but like there yeah. was so much controversy at the time that I was like, Fuck all y'all. Oh yeah, no, we we we've dealt we've dealt with DMCA before on uh, a few things we've done. It's load it of shit. Sucks. Yeah, it's so, a uh, bitch. Yeah, Celine Dion's legal team got our Twitter account shut down for like four months because <laughs> we used. To, I don't know if you've ever seen videos where like an epic sports moment happens and you play the Titanic music. You know where it's like, yo he like we used to do that mm-hmm. shit, and the videos got so popular that like eventually t- like her legal team like went through Twitter's like DMCA policy and our, our account was banned for like five months. Yeah. It actually really sucked. So damn annoying. Yeah. Really loyal audience that missed out for that. It was like, like same for, uh, same for driving me crazy, which is crazy because honestly, I fucking made this shit. Oh shit. Look at that. This damn vintage. What does it say on it? Flex beers. There's stickers. Yeah. That's sick. You is. So I did Boston's Boy on this whole shit. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and when we when we put out Drive Me Crazy, I was pissed off because I didn't sample that record. I replayed it. Like I, I interpolated it. So I, I it wasn't a sample. But once we sold over like 250,000 copies of it, it just pops up on, you know, the attorneys and publishers for mm-hmm. Annie Lennox and shit. She's worth like six, like nine billion because she married some crazy dude. She probably has like 100, 200 mil on her own. And right. Mm-hmm. But yet she, she needs clapped. to come after you. Like, no, they clapped me. For yeah. Me. Yeah. Like, they they didn't shut down my Twitter page. They came for the bread. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. If if anyone if anyone came after us for money, we wouldn't have anything to give them. So that that wouldn't make sense, anyways. Yeah. If we went in a lawsuit but against Celine Dion, there's like, no there's, there's no bread in the cupboard. So it's like yeah, <laughs> we're we're gonna I guess lose could, this. I guess you could take my original Xbox. Like that's probably worth like a hundred bucks. Maybe there's some vintage value in that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, no, that yeah, didn't say anything. It's it's wild because it's like you know those. Those are kind of like I was I was kind of pissed and then at the same time I was like I I guess this means we kind of crushed it. Yeah. Hey, no, that's a good thing. If you get like, the haters, man. It means you you're doing something attention. right. That's what they always say. Dude, um so I got to I got to ask you when you're talking about your talking about your music and everything and it's 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 party music. It's uh you know they're good, they're fucking bangers. Do you have you or or do you party to your own music or is that just weird? Um, I usually don't. I mean, I'll I'll play some shit for people. It's like if it's if it's new new yeah. music and like new vibes. Um, but it's like mostly on request. Uh, I'm definitely not the type of dude to be like, give me the aux chord, let me play my own shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I always I was about to say, don't mean to cut you off, but I would just be so funny. Or like, yeah, bro, we're we're like you're at a party or like a club, and you you take over the fucking music, like, bro, I gotta show you this song, man. Don't play all night long. Oh yeah, man. And, yeah, and we're we're playing it on YouTube, so we get that monetization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start playing <laughs> all night longer, bro. Is this your song? Yeah, man. But we like, I was on a live stream on IG with like Young Thug, and 
someone was like, like we were playing him a bunch of records and I was like, yo, I was like, trust me, do not play like all night longer or any of these records that got tags on them because you will get shut down and the whole live stream got shut down. And then did. Um, and so people like were like, yo, this dude really just shut down the whole live stream. And I was like, I told them behind the scenes. Like, yeah. Like, hey, like, you, you gave them the warning. Like, yeah. No, that's sweet. I mean, you 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 mentioned a lot of of artists, other artists you've collaborated with. Who's uh who's who would you say is your favorite or you know, like the the best person you've met kind of in the industry that you know a lot of people would know? Uh probably hands down Pharrell. Um I worked with him in Miami for about like a week and a half, and it was just like from the Neptunes to just like his innate ability to just know how to like structure a production and a song is crazy. And like, I was like kind of like starstruck out of my mind for the first like day. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck it. Let's get, let's get to work. Let's get to business. But I mean, it's like this dude will just be talking to you like a regular human and he just is dropping gems. Right. Like like crazy knowledge because he's been in it for so long and he's been fucked over, dissed, forgotten by so many people and continues to recreate himself. Um, So he's been a he's been a huge like, you know, supporter and just more more so just like a homie to me. which is incredible. Like even, you know, when I have my bad days and I send a tweet, like, you know what, maybe you'll never fucking hear music from us again. Like he sent me this tweet, like let's knock that bullshit off. Yeah. And I was like, I'll send you the tweet. And I was like, damn, this dude actually really does pay attention to dudes that he fucks with. Like he doesn't just act like it's some smoke and mirror shit like yo you're super talented let's do this and that like he actually checks up on his people so big shouts to pharrell um probably pharrell obviously being being in the studio with kanye when he was making like oh gosh uh, yeah being in the studio with him and hove when they were making watch the throne was wild yeah uh, i really don't think anything came out of my mouth because I was just so shook. Um, it's like literally have two of my top fives in a room. I, I can't really even decide on what to say because I'm like, is this whack or it's whack? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Right, right, right. Just yeah, don't open your mouth. Mm. Shut, like, shut just, your face. Just shut the fuck up, bro. Just yeah. listen to the music. Yeah, come on, man. Well, I mean, going back to Pharrell really quick, I remember we were talking before we started recording about he had like an interesting uh, kind of take or interesting term for how he thought, how you wrote or your style of writing or what it comes from. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. So uh, he was like, where do you, he was like, where do you do your best writing? And I was like, oh, I was like, weirdly enough, like when it's, when like I was in Miami, we were like staying right on a beach so like the water and like waves crashing like i've always been a water baby in terms of like anywhere you can go swimming like i'm staying in the water for hours yeah like, you know like um that on flights trains 
car rides when it's raining. Um, and he told me about this whole like sensory deprivation where, you know, it's like even when you're in the shower, like the water is hitting your head. And he was like, you ever just like plug your ears and let the water hit your head? And I was like, I've never, I mean, like, obviously, I think everyone's done that in the shower, but I right. didn't think of it on a creative level. And then once I started to like, it's not like I'm showering the whole time, like shampoo my hair, like, oh, shit. <laughs> Got to think of the next hit, hit man. Eight Let's hours go. eight hours a day. Yeah, just in the shower, plugging your ears. <laughs> Get out of my cream. I'm, I'm working. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. It was, it, was a, it was like a really interesting take on it because I, I'd never really thought about it that way but uh, like my favorite songs and you know video treatments I've came up with like my buddies for songs have always been like you know while we're on the road or traveling or you know at some like destination studio where we're either near water or there's like wild crazy weather like in Costa Rica when it rains every like you know, three, four hours and it's a beautiful sunny day. It's like, there's something that's like invigorating to certain people. Um, yeah. You know, it's kind of like we were talking about when I lived in LA, like <clears throat> there's, there's mornings I wake up and I don't, I didn't want it to be sunny. I wanted it to be just pissing rain all day. Cause I was in a bad mood. Right. Um, and then it's like, Oh, never mind. You have to go run like Runyon Canyon and be a fucking, mm you know, fitness model slash rapper. Yeah. LA. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the LA vibe. But, but yeah, that was, it, it was super interesting what he said to me because a lot of the things that I'm sure <clears throat> are like second nature to him in terms of wisdom for me were like, this is mind blowing. Like mm -hmm. I have to write this shit down. Uh, so like, I'll, I'll send you all the tweets to put in it. It was like very unexpected. I was like, wow. It's like, this is, this is not only cool, but like, it's great that this dude isn't just, you know, in it for like when you have your moment. Cause right. a, lot of, a lot of people love dive, like diving into like, oh yeah, like, you know, he, he used to have that song that I used to fuck with. And it's like, you know, I'm not comparing myself to like classics or anything, but there's, there's a big difference between being an industry plant and building your own fan base um and that shit never dies which is great what what was that what was that word you used to like explain when you're in your sensory deprivation sensory deprivation yeah. all right we gotta make a note of that because we wrote we wrote the lyrics for thick boy summer and we were outside so i think we got to go outside to write. and we are near a pool yeah. ironically yeah well, so we, we got to keep that in mind hey we... there we go i mean that's what i'm saying see that's why that's why i need to get the verse as, as long as as long as we can clear the, D, the dmca with y'all you know dude dude we yeah. can we 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 used we used a uh we purposely used a song that was like copyright free, right? Or we just gave credit to the guy who made the beat. Yeah, so we found a like a a royalty free backtrack from from somebody on the internet, and they said we can use it as long as we credit them that they're the backtrack. And we're like, okay, fuck yeah! Like I, it wasn't I'm, the real backtrack or anything. So like it was totally legal. I'm send I'm sending you the uh, the song after this, Sammy. We're, we're, yes, send it. Let's get it. Yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna have you drop a verse in it. That would be fucking that, sweet. That'd be insane. Like, oh yeah, it, it, it's a it's a great beat too. Like, yeah. I mean that I, I I'm not a 
the biggest fan of of Hot Girl Summer, but the but the beat is, Thick Boy uh, Summer's different. Though. Thick Boy Summer's different. It's significantly different. That song complements that beat a lot more than Hot Girl Summer. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's dope. Plus, we're significantly better at rapping than all yeah. the people in that song. Significantly better. <laughs> we're amazing rappers. We're we're rappers now. In fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. we might. I I forget who did the. Uh, I think it was like Will Duval. Like when when like Hot Girl Summer came out, he was like, he was like, oh fuck all that. He's like, it's Hot Boy Summer, like City yeah. Boys. So like anytime, you know, any like I think it was like. His latest post is like Stefan Diggs had two different women in two different hotels. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like city boys up by a thousand points. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, or just when you when you say on a tweet, dudes rule. Yeah, that's it. I remember I was. I don't know if you like if you guys know with glass bottles like a beer, if you hit one on top of the other, it starts to overflow and the person's forced to chug it. It's like me and all my buddies were just at a, yeah. Wait, what were you gonna say? You got, you got to be quick on the draw. Right, right. So like, Other, otherwise you're getting foamed. Yeah, there's a there's yeah. a game to it. Yeah. So me and all my buddies, we all are sitting around smoking each other's beers, like eight people in a circle doing this. And I just remember stopping and looking at us, being like, "Dudes, rule." And then you, and it's kind of awkward too. You have a few people with just thumbs over their beers, and if anybody's coming in randomly looking yeah, at a table, like, it, it turns into like an athletic sport. Yeah, beer, no, it, beer tapping. You got to be on top of your game. Got to be on but, top. But of your then game. even when you do get topped or whatever, you gotta you gotta take well, it. Humbles you up it. very quickly. It does, and and uh, gets you drunk very quickly. Right. Also. Yeah, and then, and then COVID hits, and it's like, why do you have your finger in your beer? Bro? Yeah. yeah. It's, like you're, it's like yeah, you don't want to give yourself COVID again. Yeah. Why are you? Yeah. Why are you even <laughs> holding a beer? Do you know the bartender held? that too before they gave it to you come on man is the bartender vaccinated <laughs> yes <laughs> oh I just be just uh just just walk into a, a bar and be like yeah i got this mask on but i i personally intend on hitting everyone else's beers with my beer because yes. that's just what i like to do that's what i'm all about getting the germs yeah I mean, it's, like, it's like you need uh you need the masks that they gave like all the the like you know marching bands and shit at like the college football games it's like bro y'all really have masks with a hole in the middle so this dude can play the trumpet Come yeah on. Dude, one of my one of my buddies at a wedding cut 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 a hole in his mask so he could drink through it yeah <laughs> hey it's a loophole man you it see is. the videos of people making out with them on? It's oh, like, yeah. If, if there's one thing that we can save from 2020 please get the couple that are making out with the masks on because yeah. it's like yeah, because that's 100 percent effective. Low point that's, for humanity. That's yeah. That's that's probably one of the bigger dubs of probably the last two years is that video. To be honest. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, is this a joke? Are they doing this on purpose? And I'm is like, this no. some sort of 2020 thing that's supposed to turn me on now because I'm just pandemic seasoned. I've yeah. survived a pandemic. I'm just desensitized. You guys sign like a reverse Viagra pill here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. That along with a full baseball game. Yeah, right. Oh man, the mass kissing. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh god. Well, uh, Jake, did you have any other questions you wanted to ask? You know, I I just gotta I guess gotta ask one one more thing. And is it has anyone ever unintentionally not knowing it was you just so happened to like be around you and like criticize your music like your song comes on man this 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 song sucks and it's just that you're standing like he's like someone's like, talking oh, to you. I, I hey, don't even know hey, it's by you. the way i'm the guy oh yeah yeah i'm the guy that sings it yeah uh yeah so like like funny enough it's like it's it's happened a few times where like it's 
it's gotten so much more deep than just like I fucking hate this song. It's like I've heard I've heard that like probably a hundred, two hundred times. I'm like that, like you know, to each his own, like different strokes for different folks is what it is. Um and then they're like, oh bro, like I didn't even realize it was you. Like, I'm super sorry. I'm like, I really don't give a fuck. Um to be honest, but then other dudes are like, no, like one night you did this in this town to like and fucked this whole party up. I'm like, bro, I'm like, that shit is a fucking cat. Like, yeah. <laughs> you are lying like, right now. Yeah. You know, like I'll I'll I can take criticism. I'm like, bro, if you don't like the song, I don't give like I don't give a fuck. That's like like I said, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Um but once you start making <laughs> making up wild stories, like I was on his tour bus and they threw me out the fire, like fire window. I was like, that never happened. Right. Uh, what? Like, it's like, how did you even, okay, first like, off, man, how the fuck did you get on the tour bus? Oh, uh, I know uh, him. I, I like climbed through the, the back window. Yeah, I got in there. Like I'm his biggest hater, so they let me on. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> oh, how it works. Oh, yeah, yeah. That that adds up. Two yeah. plus two equals five. Yeah, that, also, that, yeah, that makes sense. That's Fucking airtight. Eight. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah I mean, who hurt you? Yeah, it's like a, it's it's funny because I was I was actually with like I was actually with like one of my close homies last night, and his uh, his girlfriend's sister it like lives in Boston, um, a few years younger than me, and. You know, she was like, my sister's actually a huge fan. Can we, like, send her a video? And I was like, yeah, of course. And then you have other people who are like, yo, like, uh, my little brother, like, my sister is a huge fan. I'm like, bro, it's totally okay for you to just come up to me and be like, I'm a fan. Right. Like, I'm not, what do you think I'm going to do? Be like, oh, you're a fucking bozo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know who you are. Yeah, who the like, fuck hey, are you, fuck, loser? Fuck you for liking my music, bro. Yeah, like, yeah seriously. You're the one like, paying the bills. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. But it's like there's just there's weird things that happen where I think I think a lot of it kind of gets lost in translation and and you know throughout the years like 10, 11 years of touring like people you know have their own preconceived notions of who you are as like a musician or an artist or whatever and it's amazing like I love when people tell me that like I fell off. It's like great. That's like nothing but driving me to just keep making records and it's like you know i'm i'm like super happy where i am i've yeah. hit milestones that i never thought i would ever hit um you know like i work like work as a dj curator at apple music i got mad shit on the side going on <clears throat> potentially have like some barstool shit in the works. I'm always, Fuck you yeah. know, about to drop a line in Thick Boy Summer. That's a pretty big opportunity. It's a big oh, deal. Get the verse on Thick Boy, but you know, it's like it's crazy <laughs> because it's, I feel like as you get older, um, you know, what, another thing that like I was put onto by one of my mentors in LA that also worked with Pharrell was like keep your parallels open um, in terms of producing, being an artist, being a host. I never thought I'd be like hosting a radio show on Apple Music, but at the same time, it's like when you have nine different jobs and you have mad shit going for you and you're busy, it just stirs up more commotion and people see you more on social media and it just adds like the shows add up and the songs add up and create like creatively. Um, 
you know, it's, I'm probably in the best place I've been because I have so I probably have 250, 300 songs in the vault. No one's ever heard. Yeah, that's um, sweet. That's awesome. So I'll send y'all the private Dropbox link. Um, yeah. Sorry, y'all won't get it till y'all get it. But these guys are different. So. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Built different. We're fucking built, built different. different. Yeah, right. Dude, but no, it's inspiring as shit. I mean, you're, you've done you've done stuff that, you know, less than 1% of people w- would ever do. Like, the, the amount of people you've reached with just something that you love, it it, it it inspires people like us who, you know, we're a little different. We don't make music, not all the time. But, you know, we, we do more of, like, the video podcast type, type shit around sure. sports. But just from, like... You know, and from a creative standpoint, the fact that you've done what you have, you know, in the amount of time, it's just it's awesome. So if people ever say like, "Oh, you fucking fell yeah. off," you're like, "Yeah, but I've like fuck you, I've done shit that you would never <laughs> well, even dream of doing." I was gonna say yeah. like the the dumbass who said you fell off. Like, first off, that's a very subjective term. Two, like I'm sure, dude, did you put out a platinum record? No. Are you even rapping? You're probably in your parents' basement, just on your phone, bitching about people based on your perception of social media. Shut right. the fuck up. Right. Yeah. That's my. That's, that's where I'm at. It's like, so I, I feel like I feel like I need to give y'all like my Twitter password so you can clap back at these dudes because. Oh, like, dude, we'll ooh. we'll we'll we 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 got some uh, some chirping. We're hockey guys, yes. so we uh. We, exactly. we got all the chirps. See, I, I, I can tell you're hockey guys. I mean, you're in mini anyway, so you already know that's a lot. Right. State of hockey. State of right. hockey. But, you know, it's like that. that's one of the most interesting things is like I actually enjoy when people hate on me because it's like like some of the other day I was like, look, what do you even do now? And I'm like, uh still in music uh, you know what i was what i've been doing for I'm like, like, ten, have, you, have you read differently or still in music a little broadcasting uh like have a couple companies in the work couple startups and shit and they're like yeah like like do you like even like tour anymore or anything i'm like yo my guy the fuck do you do yeah bro? yeah i know right do it do it dude you know what you should do next time someone says like what are you even doing these days you should just totally throw them for a loop be like i'm actually directing porn now like, yeah like <laughs> i'm pretty proud of where i've come or or they want you to say oh i'm working a uh uh working a full-time i'm an accountant now actually yeah eight to five yeah i do uh, uh corporate tax uh, compliance law llc yeah. agreements yeah you know stuff very <laughs> complex shit here we're talking about <laughs> I mean, it's that it's like it's one of, it's one of those things that like I always kind of contemplate like should I say some like dickhead backhand and compliment that would piss them off even more. Yeah, and it's like like for for most of like the hobies that roll like roll with me or like the the crew that I bring on the road like they kind of handle it. Like I don't I don't really care. Like nothing nothing that hasn't already been said to me in my life is gonna be said. <laughs> right it's nothing new coming in to me it's just like you know growing up and maturing it's like yeah this doesn't need to turn into a fight because this dude's a fucking clown like oh yeah hmm? well and, nobody and funny for us uh like we just started getting hate probably in the last year and one of the comments was does anyone else want to see these guys die in a hydrochloric acid fire and after i got that after we got that comment i'm like well no one can ever say anything worse than that so like now I'll, now i won't be offended by anything i'm like if they said if someone wants that, me to die in an acidic fire like it can't be worse right get, exactly if we're getting that shit we must be doing something right so <laughs> Is anyone is anyone checked on the rest of the members of that fucking family if they're alive? Still? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's no way. No, there's no way. 
It's it. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I can't imagine. I don't even know how these people get access to a computer. Blows my mind. Honestly, yeah, I know how to I use mean, it. it. That's true. It's like they, it's it's a it's a weird time we live in now too. With like the whole you know uh, cancel culture shit, where it's like you know this is we're like social media is supposed to be a progressive thing, right? Mm-hmm. And we're canceling people over like yeah, if you're like you know if you're dropping words and things you shouldn't be saying when. You know, it's 2011 and maybe it was okay back then, but you've grown up and you've grown out of that. There's no reason you should lose your job, in my opinion. Right. Um, yeah, it's stupid. It's like, it's like, why, why, you know, it's like everyone has dumbass moments. Like, I've been arrested for stupid ass shit that I would never do again. But, you know, people getting canceled over like tweets and shit. It's like, unless you're in person and you're dropping the same type of hate or, you know, racism or, you know, xenophobic comments, like you kind of got to drop it. If someone's grown up and moved on, um, I think that's a really backwards part of this industry that kind of needs fixing because it's like, like what is going forward if people can't realize that they made a huge mistake? Right. You know, right. And if you grow up from it and like, you know, you're like like being advocate against people saying that in person um, and be like the exact opposite of what people probably think you stand for because of that tweet. You know, luckily, it's like luckily there are, you know, people that aren't racist and xenophobic and horrible humans. Um, and I think like a, a lot of it's like so pivotal on politics and shit which we're definitely not getting into <laughs> right right no. but i mean it, you know like going back to what you first said it's like the fact that you know people are realizing they made mistakes and stuff like we're getting there as a society like i know it's not going to take it's not going to take only a year to get to where we should be but like we're moving forward you know of course mm-hmm. but people people just want to see the end goal they don't want to see the the process of it you know? and i mean usually it comes it also like like it's a weird systemic thing in the entertainment industry where someone will say something that like chaps someone's ass. That's a fan of, you know, a Nikki or a Taylor or someone. And they just go scrolling through their timeline and put someone on blast. And it's like, you know, this wasn't even really a shot at them, but you're going to really try to devastate someone's life. Right. You're a shitty person. Person, you're a shitty person and fuck you. You shouldn't be employed anywhere. Right. Like, right. You know, it's like if you're if you're walking around and and acting like a bozo, that's that you like you deserve everything that's coming to you. But at the end of the day, I think it's it's a little bit harsh to like take one tweet that potentially could be out of context and try to ruin someone's career. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely stupid. Yeah, because I mean, we're all we're all human in the end. We've all made mistakes, and there's obviously there's there's you know some mistakes that are irreversible, and there's some terrible human beings out there, you know, for a good reason. But a lot of it is it's just we all make mistakes. We learn from it. We're not perfect, and some people don't. Under, some people act like they're perfect, and then others aren't, and that's the issue we have. And it's creating so many issues. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's it's also like there's there's kind of like a. a gray area it's like uh, you know you, you have to kind of walk this tightrope of of what's you know pc and what's not um and it's like 
I feel like back in the day, it's like <clears throat> before social media, it's like we've all like if we had to be accountable for everything we've ever said, it's like we're all going to be like, fuck. Oh, yeah. We're all screwed for sure. <laughs> yeah. Then we could 100%. go back and like if everything was exposed of our transcripts of everything we said from birth. Right to jail. Yeah. Right to jail. I'm going to jail. <laughs> yeah. For cancer. sure. Yep. I'm done. Put put Over. a fucking fork in me from, yep. the, from like, now. Uh, yeah. You're yeah. not canceled. We're just sending you to full fucking we're sending prison you right we're sending you right to gitmo You're just yeah no and then and then if i die and get reincarnated like that guy's going to jail too mm-hmm. for sure like that's especially so bad it is not... <laughs> <laughs> oh thank fuck oh geez but uh yeah sammy this has been a blast uh, something we do with all of our guests on the show is uh this thing called rapid fire so we're just gonna ask 10 questions as fast as we can and uh just a- answer them quick you ready to go Yes, sir. All right, you're on a deserted island all by yourself. You get one alcohol of choice for the rest of your life. What is it? Tequila. Damn. Okay. Sure. I think Sweet. that might be the first tequila answer. We yeah, have. we surprisingly haven't really got a lot of tequilas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go straight ham. Uh, how many fourth graders could you fend off in self defense? Uh, that's a tough one. <clears throat> Probably ten. Ten. Okay. Okay. That's a fair amount of fourth graders. Uh. I feel like I know the answer to this, but I'm gonna ask anyways. I feel like they're gonna like. I feel like there's so many like kick to the nuts coming that I'm going down soon. Yeah, yeah, for That's sure. That's the strategy. You can only survive probably one or two of those yeah. from a fourth grade. They're pretty good. <laughs> I mean, you got shit. if you have one in the front, one in the back, you get a double whammy. I'm I'm a rat. Yeah. Also, you get a You're short. Done. You get a shorter kid. It could be a fist because mm-hmm. he's at your not. Oh yeah, that's the problem. You're dealing with that element of surprise as well. There's the height aspect. Yes. So, right. That's why it's scary, man. That's how we ask this question. A straight, a straight, yeah. yeah. Or even do it. Or even a fucking headbutt. Can you yeah. imagine a headbutt to the to the cock? Gosh, oh. dude. I mean everything. A headbutt to the cock would I think I think at that point it might be one if I don't see him coming. Yeah, right. No, I think you might as well put me in a coffin if I get a headbutt to the to exactly. the cock. Um I feel like I know the answer to this, but I'm gonna ask you anyways. New York City or Boston, which city's better? Boston, baby. Boston guy. Uh, would you rather slap a random baby or your own grandmother? Oh, that's fucking tough. Probably a random baby. <laughs> oh, God, nice. Um, if you could I hang love, out, I, yeah. It is, I love my two grandmothers, R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I, yeah, that's you don't a, know who the baby is, though. That's a horrible question. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's not an easy no, one to answer. It's definitely not easy, but. No, no. We ask the tough questions here. We're it's journalists. A t- we're journalists. Yes. Um, I love it. If you could hang out with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Jimi Hendrix. All right. Dope. Uh, does pineapple belong on pizza? Absolutely not. Good call. Good man. Uh, if you were given an all-expenses-paid trip to Cleveland, Ohio, would you take it? Yeah, I actually fuck with Cleveland. Um, like, one of my boys, uh, who's a sports gambler, Cleve Pick. Shout out to Cleve. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. um, and my boy Dante owns Forward out there. So, like, I know a bunch of, like, really dope restaurants. Um, I would probably skip a Browns game. but I go Yeah. To- yeah. What about I'd a like- Guardians game? Yeah. No, Guardians. I was, about to- I was about to say, you know, the I word. But yeah. I'll, go to- I'll go to a Guardians game. Yeah. You're not getting canceled today, Sammy. No. We're not letting that happen. It's not going to happen. Not on this podcast. Damn it. I'm about- see, see, that's the thing. It's like when-, when you wear a mask up north or you don't wear a mask up north, you get yelled at. Right. Go down south, you're wearing a mask. You're you going to get, get yelled, yelled at. Yeah. So it's like if I'm in Cleveland, it's like, am I saying I or am I saying G? Like, well, we were, 
Instagram. We were hoping they were just going to go by the Cleveland baseball team because yeah. that's way funnier. But you know, they, they they chose a name pretty quick. So that actually that would have been the troll job of the century if they did that yeah. to the Washington football team. Which also, you know, I mean, even even their even their own players don't like the name of the team. Yeah, the the comrades. I mean, the commanders. The com commit the commanders. The communists. The I mean, commies. Commanders. commanders. Dude, I, I, I feel like too. It's a double whammy when your name gets stripped because, like, not only does your name get stripped and you get canceled, but like your team has to go by a generic name yeah. for like two, two years. Like the Washington football thing was like the every time, even like just recently, the last time someone said it, I still laugh at it. I'm like, it's so funny they don't have. A I'm name. like, I'm like, how do they? Maybe one year. Why are they doing this second year? You had a you had a whole off season to figure out a damn name, and how did you come to the decision? We're going to go with Washington football team for one more year. Yeah, well, let's go with it one more year just for the jokes. Just I stupid. Mean, that, it's also like, I feel like you should, I feel like you should leave it up. Like Washington's always, they've always kind of like been like catching smoke for that. Like mm-hmm. the Washington bullets. It's like there was a fucking like record amount of murders last year. We got to switch to the Wizards. It yeah. Was, it's not like it was a fucking poll. Like, oh, definitely Wizards. Yeah. 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 Like, who do they it's trust like, with these fucking, decisions? It's like, it's like, poll the fans. Like, poll the fans to see what they fuck with. And it's like, if they don't fuck with any of them, redo it and come up with new names. I or mean, yeah, a new mad. color scheme. I'm actually, yeah. I'm actually not mad at the Guardians, uh, like, new logo and unis. Like, I, I actually fuck with them. Um, but at the same time, it's like, man, it's like if Chase Young is telling y'all that like this name's like, I think he gave it an F. Yeah. Yeah. About the commanders, it's like, damn. Well, it sounds like a little like T-ball, well, almost like a T-ball team name. The funny thing is though, when you leave it to the fans, I remember, I remember the city of Seattle asked its people like, what do you want to see our hockey team name? And the most popular vote was the rainy city bitch pigeons. Yeah. I was like, I mean that. I, I wish we lived in a world where you could do that because that would be that would that would be the hardest fucking jersey out. Like I yeah. think yeah. all like all three of us should just customize a jersey that's the bitch pigeon. Absolutely. I'm, I'm I'm sure someone customized one too when they heard about that story too. Someone made a probably a dope jersey. Rainy City Pitch Pigeons. Or just name a team the Raw Dogs. Yeah, the Raw Dogs. <laughs> just something about yeah, it's got to be something with an animal. Well, well some less like not as funny but like people like legitimately wanted them to be called the Seattle Grunge. Oh yeah. Like grunge music and then Seattle Sasquatch. <laughs> Oh yeah, there, oh, there's yeah, a there's a logo right Our there. Producer showing the rain, rainy city bitch pigeons. There is concept. There are logo some graphic concepts. designer put work into that. That's yes. hilarious. Oh, that looks legit. We, I mean, I I kind of love that. It's like, I mean, yeah. But besides rainy city bitch pigeons, like, yeah, we're we are the insert your city name here, Raw Dogs, sponsored yeah. by Planned Parenthood. Yeah, hey, I mean, they they got to sponsor somebody, right? <laughs> yeah, shit, <It'd> be great, <laughs> exactly. Uh, just finishing up the rapid fire. Uh, what's more realistic, ghosts or aliens? Aliens. Okay. Uh, least favorite fast food place? Uh, White Castle. Yep. The most popular answer by far. Yes, I think 99% of guests answer White mm-hmm. Castle. Uh, like, there, there's, yeah. like, there's, certain, there's certain places that are like, like second up, but like they're more like – they're more like niche, like down south spots, but de- it's definitely White Castle for me. Like, mm-hmm. just like I, I, like I don't think I don't think you could scroll through me or any of my phones and ever see a, 
uh, order from there. Ever. Yeah. Even like if it's the last option, I'd rather like trek through the hood and go to like a bodega and get a sandwich and that. Yeah, right. I gonna I'm gonna leave myself a reminder on my phone tomorrow when I get bored to uh, look up the White Castle's Twitter mentions because I feel like they're fucking gold. Mm-hmm. I feel like just the, like they, they, they crazy they, stories. They they try to put out like actual content. And people probably just tear it apart because it's just such a trash it's place. Like, it's White Castle. Don't try to make yourself look classy now. Come yeah. on. Yeah. It's a certain I mean, they, like they they probably should just focus on like a social media person, like right, like, like tap into someone who's actually like you know knows the landscape and at least the lingo of shit and like can clap back at other places. Like Wendy's is gold. Oh yeah, that. yeah. No, if They're anyone if again. anyone should be talking shit back, it should be White Castle because mm-hmm. like what do they have to lose? If they Nothing. started right. If they started smack talking like a Wednesday, Wendy's, it'd be more on brand and maybe they would get better business or they people look at that as a more positive brand image of them trying to look like they're professional. And then like Pop Tarts comes in the mix and they, they got like a three headed fight. That'd be dude, that'd be Jeez. like some great entertainment for a fucking Tuesday. That would, yeah. <laughs> Like we should just we should just start like a well, actually I'll I'll DM you guys that idea a little yeah. fast. Okay. Fast food war type. Let's do. Let's do it. I'm down to stir the water. Let's start it. Let's. You know they'll all probably get some clout from it. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Final question: If a movie was made about your life, who's playing you? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, Shit. Brad Pitt. Let's go. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You got a great option. Actually, like even though I wish it was Brad Pitt, a more realistic actor because. For some reason, like I get this all the time, it must be a Boston thing. Casey Affleck would be. Oh yeah. Right okay. On. Um, also, probably one of the potentially best, hilarious, like mock skits ever is that Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. That he did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm not smoking inside, Mac. My fucking cigarettes are here. Yeah. <laughs> Outside out of the window. Yeah. You get oh. a large coffee, smoke a pile of it, take a huge jump, pretty much fucking routine at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Boston. Oh, my God. It's it's hilarious. Like, we, we got some buddies out in Boston. They were telling a story about how they were on, like, the, the subway. What, what What's the famous train out there called? Is it the T? or T? It's, the T? That's it, right? Look at that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the T. He said that. He said that everyone was just sitting there in silence and like some woman was getting off the train and she goes, I hope you all have like a wonderful day. And then there was like 10 seconds of silence. Some guy goes, what the fuck was her problem? Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to, I need fuck? to go out there just to experience. I know. That. Cause like we're like Midwest. The Midwest. It's like all this like passive aggressive friendliness, but right? I'd be like way too friendly out there. Someone would just say, what the fuck is wrong what with you? What is wrong with this guy? Fuck yeah, in the head. I mean, it- like Boston's a Boston's a special place. Like it's it's fuck it's hilarious. Like yeah. there's there's just like like wh- whether it's like late night or like a two p.m. on a fucking like Thursday, depending on who's working the register. Like at Seven Eleven, it's like get a tin of skull and like pack a backwards, and they're like, all right, it's like have a good day, and they're like, yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, wait, hold on. Excuse me, bro? It's like, this dude doesn't give a fuck about his job. Like, no. He doesn't care go fuck yourself. Like, and it's like, excuse me? It's like, yeah, go fuck yourself, dude. Fuck yeah. You. Your mother's your father. Fuck you. <laughs> your mother uses it. Like, right. It's like, all right, sick. I just got fucking torched by the 7-Eleven guy. Just the clerk. <laughs> 
See, that's what people in Minnesota want to say, but they hold it in and say, hey, have a nice day. In their head, they're saying, fuck you, man. Go fuck, fuck yourself. You. They're just, not, they're just not saying it out loud. The people in Boston actually have the balls to say they what they're say thinking. It. Fuck you. Yeah. You say it back, and it, that's that's the greeting out there is fuck you means I love you. Right. Right. It's a, it's a sign fuck of peace. New, fuck you's been the I love you in, in Boston for, for years, in years and years. Yeah. Well, Sammy, this has been a blast, man. Thanks so much for joining us. You know, before we go, is there is there you know anything you got in the works that you want people to uh, to check out? I, I know you're always you said you're up to a lot of stuff right now, but anything in particular? Uh yeah, we, I mean, bunch of drops coming. Um, just kind of like reorganize a team <clears throat> with my manager. Um, got a bunch of shows coming up. Might jump on tour um, with a few, like I guess like different type of bands more like alternative rock um bands but nothing's really concrete probably have a song dropping in like a month called attention with 808 mafia which is fucking fire um definitely keep everything updated kind of on uh my ig story you can definitely expect a bunch of meme dumps at all times <laughs> oh yeah yes. we love to hear that that's um, all we do yeah but yeah, it's like you know, just a, a bunch of uh, bunch of dope shit I can't talk about yet because I would look like a clown if it didn't go through. Um, sure, but tons of new music in the vault. Uh, like I said, I'll send y'all the SoundCloud and Dropbox link. Oh man, private, so y'all can yep. check that shit out. We'll be ready. Oh, dope. That'd be sick. Well, if you if you come through Minnesota too, or anywhere near us, like yeah, example, hit us get... up. Our houses. We have like a content house. We're ten minutes away from Minneapolis. So we're yeah, hundred percent. I'd love to like that. That would be lit. I know. I know Minneapolis is on uh, one of the runs that we're iron right now. So that'd be fucking lit. Fuck yeah, oh, yeah. We're definitely going to that show, and yeah, that'd be fucking sick. Then we then we can do a little round table and uh and get some White Castle boys, dude. Yeah, we're gonna, why not? We're gonna get some fucking White Castle. That's we we might do. have to do it just for the hell of it. Just for just for the bit. Yeah, I'm trying to think where the nearest White Castle is, but stir the pot. Yeah, Stir the pot. Get some sliders and hopefully witness a fight a, like we, we did get a in crave Vegas. case. Let's yeah. drink a bunch of beers and get a crave case and witness a fight like we saw in Vegas last year. Right? Yeah, yeah. just for the authenticity. So huge fight at White Castle in Vegas, and I was not an out. There was not one ounce of me that was surprised. No, no, it was just like, <laughs> oh, well, here's the fight that was scheduled for four a.m. Yeah, like, yeah, that's it's exactly how it goes. Right on schedule. But yeah, dude. That, yeah, thanks so much, folks. We're gonna take a really quick commercial. Uh, we've been with Sammy Adams here. We'll be right back on Friday. June 2nd of 2021, two athletes faced one of the greatest challenges in sports, eating nine hot dogs and drinking nine beers, all in the span of nine innings at a Minnesota Town Ball baseball game. To no one's surprise, they successfully completed the challenge. But now, they want to take their talents to the next level, a hockey game. Yes, boss man, journalist Jake, and Marlo will attempt something never done before, eating nine hot dogs, drinking nine beers, all in three periods of a Minnesota Wild game. Tune in on Thursday, February 24th at 6 p.m. on all of 10K social media accounts to witness history, a live stream of the first-ever edition of the 993 Challenge. All right, folks, welcome back to It's a Bit. That was a fucking blast with Sammy. I, I'm, I can't give away too much, but there's some stuff in the works. There's yeah. some exciting shit along with some other stuff we got this summer. And uh, you could you could see quite quite a time happening this summer. Let's just say that. Yeah, there was some stuff that was talked about off air 
that um, we'll be on our Patreon, uh, 199 a month. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No, uh, no stuff that was definitely talked about off air. That it's gonna be insane if we if this stuff, uh, you know, goes through and we can make this official. But it, it that would be insane. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't want to give away too much. It's exciting. Just keep an eye out. Uh, Sammy's a good friend of the brand now. And uh, you're going to see some stuff happen. It's going to be a blast. But let's get into our final segment. Kind of ironically, we talked about cancel culture with Sammy. Uh, we're going to cancel shit that we don't like because everyone else is canceling everyone. So, you know, we're going to cancel stuff as well. Uh, let's start with you, Cam. What are you going to, who do you want to cancel today? I'm canceling annoying people at work. So especially like on a Monday morning, like I walked into work today and just got bombarded. Yeah. I'm like, you guys got to stop. Like, yeah, I, I hate just that got shit. here. I'm going to smack you. Right. Like, I, mean, I was actually pissed. This I'm going to smack my own meat. Like, I legitimately just spent eight hundred and fifty dollars at the titty <laughs> bar. The last thing I want to do is deal with your problem right now. On a Monday morning, <laughs> it's just like those people that are calling at four forty-five or four fifty on a on a Friday, you know, on a Friday afternoon. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Cancel those fuckers. Or like, cancel have, all of them. I know. Cancel anyone who minorly inconveniences you, and then you die. I'll have customers that like call my personal cell phone at like. 11 p.m. I'm like, no. She's like, what are you, what are you doing, you psycho? Why yeah. are you worried about your, your Hyundai right now? <laughs> I feel like there are larger priorities at this time of like, night. Exactly. Like maybe waking up tomorrow should be more important. <laughs> Even if it's like a, something important, like how do you think to yourself, I'm going to call this person at 11 p.m. and think nothing's wrong with this. Like some people's just cognitive abilities in this world just baffle me. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pure Like insane. how they can't understand any of these, these constructs whatsoever. Yeah. So yeah, annoying. It was, it was so bad. And it, it's just like, because I'm not going to like name names, obviously, but I was like getting logged in and shit. No, you should out some individuals <laughs> right out now. Somebody, out somebody, out, out a customer right now. I was like getting logged in and I was just like trying to settle in. I was trying to like, you know what I mean? Like it's the beginning of the week. Like I, I need to get my bearings. Your pants right? were still tight from Daytona. And you had cracked them out and do it 8 a.m. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I got, <laughs> but I got people at my desk like, oh, how was your weekend? What did you do? I did this. I'm like, I, I just don't fucking care right now. That's when you like, have a weekend like Kind that, of a double whammy like, for you. It's Monday morning. You don't care, but you also really don't want to talk about your weekend at any point. Yeah. like I, It's over. I had the worst weekend ever, and I'm not going into why. I will get fired. <laughs> I, will, I will be unemployed. Yeah. yeah. So I can't discuss. Uh, I'll be fired if I disclose. Uh, so bad. Yeah. It was. It, it, Mondays are just terrible for everybody. And then when people like, annoy you at your job, it's just like, okay. You know, and there's those people that are like way too like upbeat on a Monday. Like they're. Like they're way too energized. Yeah, like, it's like okay, it's it's like you gotta calm down. Like you have to calm down. Like if you're if you're that energized, like I get maybe like if it's like later in the day on a Monday, and you're like, okay, I finished Monday. There's that there's that kind of weird feeling sometimes when you finish Monday, but like early in the fucking morning when someone's like stressed, just out. like and you're just like, oh, it's a full week ahead. It's Monday, and someone's like, hey, yeah, Monday's blah, 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 Monday again. Just shut the fuck up. It's like one well, thing that yeah. like is kind of nice, even though it's, the schedule's shitty. But some weeks I have Tuesdays off, so like I have Monday, and then I can just like put that to rest and then get ready for the rest of the week. Just have it. And, you, and you, can, you can edit the pod. True. Edit the Cam, potty. Cam the is the master editor and clipper of the pod. So shout <laughs> yes. out. Masty clippy of the potty. Um, all right, Jake, well, who would you, who do you want to cancel this week? Um, I think this is pretty, pretty easy, but I'm going to cancel Juwan Howard, the head oh coach for the university yeah. of Michigan men's basketball team. I cannot believe like, first off, I cannot believe what ensued after that game between Wisconsin and Michigan. Cause I remember we were kind of like nonchalantly watching it. You know, on Sunday Sunday afternoon, very hungover from our from our weekend on Saturday, we we I think I remember we saw the go to zeros, um, and then we looked down at our phones or whatever, and all of a sudden we hear some shit going on on the TV, and we look up, and there's just fists being thrown <laughs> between these teams, like these high end institutions, you know, that represent like you know a 
the Big Ten, you know, some of the biggest schools, most prominent schools in the country, if not the world. And then I see replays of Jawan Howard flat out just hitting. I think he wanted a punch, but just hitting this assistant coach for Wisconsin on the side of the was head. It, extremely it was, yeah, hard. Wisconsin's assistant coach. Assistant coach, because Greg Gard stepped out of the way. But I'm like, I'm like, did someone like legitimately like someone say like a racial slur or something? Like, yeah. what happened yeah, here? Everyone was just curious to have first, that like, outburst. I'm like, there, there has to be a reason he had an outburst. Like, it's it's never professional to do that, even if there was like a a racial slur thrown or anything. But I'm like, it had to be something to award to let. Or, he, or even if your your team gets their ass kicked, like you're probably more mad at your own team rather than like well, the other coach. So it had to be something he said, right? The, but then, but what turns out what happened is that Greg Guard called a timeout with 30 seconds left. And that pissed him off. It, it was over wasn't a fucking Mich- timeout. Yeah. Okay, so I listen to a lot of college basketball podcasts, like especially right now, um, like when we're about to be in March Madness. And this whole thing was fucking stupid. I mean, obviously both coaches were at fault, but it all goes back. So Michigan was down by a lot. The game was over. And Juwan mm-hmm. Howard is full court pressing. Mm-hmm. And Greg Gard, Wisconsin's head coach, has his backups in because the game's over. And it got down to where they were like two seconds away from getting a 10-second violation. And... Greg Gard's like, I'm not going to put my players in that situation. So he called a timeout to get a new 10 seconds to get the ball in. And That's like his instinct, and probably. It, like, and none of this would rule. ever happen if Juwan Howard didn't press. Exactly. Now, like, so then after, like, in the handshakes, like, Juwan Howard's like, oh, I'll remember that. Oh, I'll remember that. And then Greg Gard is, like, trying to explain to him why he called a timeout. In, in the line. And, like, trying to explain to him the rule. Like, that's not giving Juwan Howard enough credit. Like, obviously, he knows the rule, but it was still like, and then for him to go after a different coach like that and actually hit another coach. (laughs) But over a damn timeout, like, yeah, like, I don't, but I don't get why it's within the rule. It's the rule. And like I've I've seen coaches do that all the time. Like he has his yeah. backups in. Yeah. He's he's at full court press. He has a timeout left. Right. Like it, they don't have unlimited timeouts. Like don't full court press. The game's over. Like you he lost. can call a timeout. Still, it's still within the realm of the rules. Correct. He doesn't want to turn over. He's still going to coach. He's not just going to what is he supposed to just let him get a turnover? Like it, this sounds like like some like elementary school basketball. Like oh just let just let us get the turnover. Why are you calling a timeout at this time? Like. It's a it's it's they're playing basketball at a high level. It's within the rule. I totally see why he called the timeout. I have no idea why you get that up. I can see him being like a little in the back of his like I don't know. He called the timeout. Whatever, you know, like that little frustration. But to the point of like yelling in his face and then hitting someone, physically hitting someone very hard over over that. I'm like. What the hell? I'm like, this man, he's suspended for the rest of the season if we can still coach in the conference tournament, yeah. which I think is kind of bullshit. Like, you, you lose your temper over just a coach calling a timeout, which he has every right to do in that situation. I thought he was going to be fired. Yeah. Or, or at least suspended the rest of the year through the NCAA tournament if they make it. I don't think Michigan is. But I'm like, what a horseshit look for Michigan. The, like, that's terrible. The ironic thing, too, is a couple things. So last year when Michigan was actually, like, really good and they were running through people, the yep. same kind of thing happened against Indiana. I, I saw this on Twitter, actually, where they were winning by a lot and they called a timeout for whatever reason and nothing happened then. Like, it's not like the Indiana head coach at the time didn't get pissed. So, like, mm-hmm. you've done it before. And then it's also, like, I remember, I don't know if you remember this, Jake, last year, Juwan Howard got into it with Maryland's head coach then, Mark, yeah. Mark Turgeon. Yeah. I think that might have actually been the Big Ten tournament i don't remember yeah but they got into it and Mm -hmm. like this if he does this again he's probably gone it's like dude okay you're obviously short-tempered but you're representing like a high tier university right like you can't be doing that shit so when i heard like that whole reason it was it was totally pathetic 
and he didn't even say sorry to yeah. until today after he like yeah realized like, what a moron and the thing is like he he wanted to, they had to hold him back like i thought he was one of the players for a second like sometimes you see players lose their temper they're young kids still shouldn't be in that situation but sometimes you see players getting held back and they try to run back like Jawan howard was trying to run back and like players were holding him back i'm like Dude, bro, like it, this isn't even about it. Of like, oh, I'm just trying to defend my team and shit. I'm trying to defend it. It's like that's just not. No, no, this is not. It's about a timeout. Like, what are we kids? And so the, the thing that's shitty too is like this is started by the adults. So like all the players are just throwing haymakers. Like Diabate, I think is how you pronounce it mm-hmm. from Michigan. He was like throwing right hooks like no. Yeah. Tomorrow. So as soon as I saw like Jujuan Howard hit the guy, it's like all of a sudden then like Michigan. I saw like full on fist being thrown yeah. like like i think i think somewhat like that was insane like i, I don't know if like a wisconsin player then hit back at, at joan howard and then it just broke out from there the, the one thing that was kind of funny i mean obviously super immature but one of the assistant coaches from wisconsin did like the suck it thing after it happened where they oh were. yeah <laughs> it was yeah hilarious. dude yeah that was that whole thing was just bananas like we were watching the game live like we were all yeah. just at the house just kind of hung over reclined in the chairs and then like you just see a fight break out my favorite part of that whole thing did you guys see like someone took a video like from the bench that got released on twitter and like you obviously don't hear this stuff because they probably muted like the mics after like the fight started but you could hear all the shoes squeaking oh yeah <laughs> dude i was done all the like just like all the sounds you hear during a game except all these guys are like fighting and fist pumping each other oh man it was the funniest shit that view itself just turn up the volume i think it's on my twitter boss man 10k so fucking funny but, oh man um, all right, finally, I'm just going to cancel the specific amount of time between when you book a vacation and the vacation itself. Now, obviously, if you're a smarter person, you're going to book a vacation a few months out. And uh, then, you know, you have to wait that few months to go on the vacation, specifically here in Minnesota during the most depressing time of the year, which is between the Super Bowl and March Madness, where you just kind of got to fill the time. I mean, thanks, thankfully for 10K and the fun stuff we get to do, you know, life never really goes too stale. But uh, it's tough, man, for... For the average guy like us, you know, for the common man, it's 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 a tough time of year to get through. So, you know, I'm going to cancel this entire period of time and just how much it sucks between now and our Las Vegas trip for March Madness. Yeah, dude, it can be, and and the and the closer you get, it's like the slower the time becomes because then the day the the work days do drag on more because you're so close. You're like, oh damn it, like that's all you're thinking about. So it does suck because like it, it comes to like fruition almost, or it comes like. Like to be real, as soon as you book the trip, like, oh shit, we're actually going now. Like you, we always planned and knew we were going back to Vegas again yep. in March, but it doesn't like hit you that you're actually going, going and doing. When you see yourself get that purchase, con- you get your flight confirmations, you get your hotel confirmations. Like oh shit, because when you're loosely talking about, yeah, we're doing it again, we haven't booked yet. You're like yeah, okay, you can wait, you know. But then you officially book everything. Like okay, yeah, this is and you have a date and time yep. for the you start planning activities. Like, it's like shit, fuck. especially since like we're going golfing the first day. Like that's even like more just want to get there, and then we have to momentarily keep our stuff at Bubba's Airbnb. Oh my god, I I like think about it every day. Like I can't wait, but like you were saying, Jack, like there's just nothing going on right now aside mm-hmm. from college basketballs, which is what we're going to be doing there. But yeah, people like hate like the dog days of summer like i like it's summer how could you hate that like summer yeah the the, dog days of winter is a real thing yes Yes. dog days of summer don't exist there's still plenty of stuff going on like that late july august window you can still just go to a lake if you want you can still just walk outside still do shit i mean i know you walk outside this time of year brutally hot 
but it gets like very sticky and and I hate that. But if you do something where you're not wearing a lot of clothing, yeah. you just rock outside naked. Nude right. beach. Yeah, you Nude you, beach. Yeah, you could if you want. If you can that. if you want. If you're into that shit. I don't care what you do. I like that. I, I like that. <laughs> Men's asses. Men's asses. <laughs> That's an Ode to Tourette's guy. R.I.P. I think he's. I think his character's well, dead. I think the guy who played him is still alive. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. to the character. I remember. I think they said like, like back in the day when I heavily watched it, like in 07 or 08, and they tried to like play it off like, yeah, Danny, the guy, he got killed in the car accident. And then like, and like back then I was younger, so I thought it was all like real. It's clearly like fake, but it's still hilarious. And then five years later, they came out with like new shit. I'm like, wait, I thought he was dead. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, I put two and two together. Yeah, you put two and two. <laughs> Danny. Danny. All right. Well, uh, that just about does it, folks, for another episode of It's a Bit. Uh, once again, tune in to our live stream this Thursday of the first ever 993 Challenge, nine hot dogs, nine beers, three periods of hockey, anywhere on our socials starting at 6 p.m. when the Wild play. Also, go to the Polar Plunge website, search 10K Takes. Donate whatever you got. If it's $800 that you could have been spending on the Olympics, Special Olympics, but you spent it at a strip club, that you know, just even just give us a dollar if you have to. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Sorry, I just called you out. Um, Damn but- it. Yeah, and then uh, just follow us on all social medias, 10K Takes, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Check out all of Sammy Adams' stuff, though. He's got some sweet music dropping. I know a lot of you guys said that you know he defined part of your life, and, and his, he's, he's still defining part of the rap game. So go follow our friend Sammy, as well as listen to the radio edition of the show on KFAN Plus 96.7, KFAN.iHeart, KFANplus.iHeart.com. 2 to 3 p.m. on Saturdays. So thank you guys for listening to our podcast, It's a Bit, along with all of our other shows and everything else we do here at 10,000 Takes. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you next time.